Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to episode 79 of Press Key. I'm your host, Pat Abrano. With me, as always, on the ones and two this week is Nick McFly, everyone. Hey, Give it up for Nick that McFly. That was totally the perfect way to do this. <laughs> so, and uh, that voice you don't recognize <laughs> this week, um, John takes soon, everybody. Give it up for him. <laughs> so that time he I, got I, his and I didn't get mine. Yeah, I burned, I burned all the material, you know? Like, it's inauthentic now. And Thanks coming lot, in Nick. from Mexico. Uh, yeah, have, he's on the run, everybody. <laughs> It's better energy now, though. It is better energy, yeah, for your, sure. Do your thing. Yeah, so you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at PressAnyKey.tv. You can also find us on all major podcast platforms. Leave us a review, a like, a comment, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Because um, we're going to be keep serving up good, fresh <laughs> content to you every single day. It's coming for you. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I kept my mouth shut. Yeah, but just looking at you. Just looking at <laughs> you. You knew, you knew what, I, what I, I was thinking. I knew, I knew it, yeah. So that being said, we got a stacked show this week. Ain't that right? That's true. We got John here. We do. We do. And normally when we have a guest, we we carve out some time for them to like, uh, you know, talk about themselves, what they do. But thankfully, we already know you. And... Uh, also, you're an expert on Miss Marvel, apparently. So, Who's, who told you that, Nick? What the fuck? Bro? I said John was the only person I know that's that saw Miss Marvel. Oh, that's right. That's what it was. <laughs> but yeah. also, that's John, a more accurate representation. Like, do you want to start with talk about what John's expert. doing with his you know, music career? Yeah. So Let's right now, uh, why don't we fill everyone in real quick sure. on what you're doing and how you're doing and why you're doing it? Yeah. And uh, when you're doing it, most importantly, if you want people to when, show up. The when, the when is a big one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I play. As a group called JC Soon, which is, you know, groundbreaking my initials, pretty much. <laughs> um, you know, there's a couple songs up on everywhere that you find music. Spotify, Apple Music. That you know. one riff that you have in that first single is sick. Oh, yeah. You like that one? I do really like that yeah, one. Stories. Yes. That song. Yeah, that yeah. song is great. Yeah, that one was a fun one. Yeah. Um, Mix in the video, everyone. Check it out. The music video, yeah. He's That's the only reason. <laughs> I mean, the song's good, too. But, <laughs> but, but go on. And yeah, we got we just filmed live sessions for a brand new EP. We did like a live session where you know we got like some different um, yeah. like backgrounds and like you know Joe Enright on drums and we got Nick like you know directing the whole thing, um, you know all in all to release the next EP, which will hopefully <laughs> be coming out very soon as soon as I can get all this stuff together, all this content together. Yeah, but you know, like, I feel like that's the mo the hardest part. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is like getting all the content together. Yeah, because I feel like as a musician these days, you're more like a content creator than anything else. Like you have to be a musician. You, know? you have to be. So to it's like anywhere. I write all these songs, and I'm like, okay, cool. I have these songs, but that's like the first step. Like, what has to go with it now? Which is like a whole other thing. Yeah, you know? I and you know what's weird is like for me, I feel like actually sitting down and like recording demos and like really really exploring your writing muscle being like an adult nowadays is a lot harder than everything else because everything else I already do professionally you know what I mean like I work yeah. in digital assets and everything so like I feel like for me it's just like ah, I just got to find the time to like write the fucking music you know what I mean yeah. whereas I feel like you have the opposite problem now where it's like I got all these songs I just don't know what the fuck to do with them now <laughs> Yeah, it's a whole thing, and then people are like, "So what? What's your TikTok strategy?" I'm like, "I don't, oh I don't God, know." Dude, 
we figured worst. it out. We figured it out at Yo, the John Bon Jovi rest stop. We got a new TikTok strategy. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're right. And you want to know what acting is like? You know, a touchdown. <laughs> so you know, acting is like a touchdown. Yeah. Um. Quote Eddie Harris. I think Adele said that her label wouldn't allow her, or like, what was she doing to reach like the TikTok users? And her whole thing was, and I can't believe like I'd be agreeing with Adele on this, but her whole thing was like, I don't want to make music for people who are on TikTok. I want to make music for people who, you know, are, are like have real jobs and have kids and everything, like people in their thirties and forties and everything. And like, you know, don't get me wrong. Adele's music appeals to everybody, but that's like, that was her thought process behind it. You know, and that's yeah. on God, baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. And like, I know that there were like some videos cropping up on TikTok of like these huge artists, like international artists. I mean, Olivia are... Rodrigo got a whole career out of one viral song. So yeah. Or like, <laughs> but the, uh, the flip side of that is like these other artists where the labels are telling them like, well, Olivia Rodrigo did that. So like, what are you doing on TikTok to promote your new album? Like we won't yeah. release it unless you, you know, do XYZ. too, I think yeah. said like her label won't put out her new single and then yeah. she figures out a TikTok idea. And, and then it's like, like her crying that. on TikTok. Like they made me make this video. Have you guys? <laughs> I mean, it worked. Yeah. The song's and out. Then we all saw the video. Yeah, yeah, it worked. Have you guys seen the Duolingo TikTok account? Yeah. It's the best. It's fantastic. It's the best it's TikTok so good. account there is. Pat, it's you have hilarious. to check it out. I'll check it out. Yeah. I, like I said, I, I'm, for whatever reason, I'm getting fed Andrew Tate content right now and I got to get off that. Yeah. You need to change <laughs> I need your to, algorithm. I need that. Like, I, like, my friend, uh, one of my friends has been sending me, have you guys seen the, um, have you guys seen the, yeah, Goodwill Hunting. Now he's a, uh, I want to say butcher. He's not a butcher. He's a logger. Uh, he has, he's a shirtless guy in overalls. I have seen this. Yeah. It's the the thirst trap guy. Yeah. It's a thirst trap guy. And all he's doing is cutting wood and he keeps sending me those. And he's like, you don't find those funny. I was like, no, I, I don't find them funny. And he's like, you don't understand, Pat. I'm making my TikTok algorithm think I'm gay for this joke. So you better like them. <laughs> and now all he does is get fed male first rap. There you go. Also, I'll figure out, I'll find out who it is, but who's ever on the press any key TikTok? Why is there so many thirst traps? I don't overabundance of thirst traps. On our TikTok. Mike, do you have access it, to that? I think it I just well, knows no, I, I that don't. men in their late 20s run that account, so it's trying uh, yeah, to feed that's, us. That's all it knows. Yeah, yeah like, that's, you know, that's definitely hey, it. You that's, are friends with these people. Well, I was actually logged into it the other day. I was like, God damn, we're getting a lot of thirst traps. Yeah. I was like, what I was like, what did I like? Did I like? And then like I realized what was going on. And I was like, those horny bastards. So I was like, what are they doing? But yeah, TikTok's yeah, a wonderful Danny, place. Danny yeah, makes sense, honestly, yeah. you know, because Katie runs his personal account, so yeah, he can't he be looking at this. Into ours. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, what else? Are you playing live <laughs> recently or no? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm still playing shows with Bobby Mahoney, you know, playing bass with him. Um, don't really have any JC Soon live shows planned, but, you know, the whole band knows all the songs because we just did the live session, so we got to get something on the yeah, books. Yeah, so now's the time. <laughs> yeah, so now's the time before they forget it, you know, which they probably did already. And I if you had them. any aspirations, where would you pick to play? Um, I mean, you know, Asbury is always a fun place. There's always a, a lot of fun venues in Asbury to play. Would you, what about the John Bon Jovi rest stop? I would love to play, you know, just right on the counter of the Starbucks. With the Ed John Harris bon looking over your shoulder. Stop. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. He finally made it. That's how you know. When you can look up from the stage and you see the Ed Harris quote. <laughs> Acting is like scoring a touchdown. And you're like, man, my life went nowhere. <laughs> Speaking of your life going nowhere. That's actually a great segue. That's a great segue. That's a great segue, actually. Good for you. Um, (laughs) So I wrote this story down in the rundown as, quote, the Army Hammer sighting. 
<laughs> I wrote that down. I changed it. When we added John to the show, I was like, I got to change some of these titles to be more respectable. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. All that. right. Listen, I spoke to him yesterday and he clearly knew what he was getting into. Yeah. Well, so um, what was the other one you had for uh, one of the other ones? It was like, <laughs> well, I, I remember it. Now. I was like, I need to change that. After a long day, I'm allowed to just start throwing that word around in my own house. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, it started uh, with the letter C. <laughs> Not the letter N, just to be clear. Or R or anything or, like yeah, that. It's none of the none of the super level words. We're talking we're just that if you're like, if you're English, you could throw it around all you want. Australian, you, you know. You can throw it around all you want. But not in America. Everybody gets offended all of a sudden. <laughs> anyway. Um So <laughs> Army Mike, Hammer. Mike his head. So everybody remembers Army Hammer, right? No, explain. Okay. Who's so Army Hammer? Army Hammer, uh, he was an actor who had a bunch of high profile projects, okay? Some text leaked that he wanted to eat someone. And there's some allegations of him, like, violently R-wording someone. Can't say R-word. This shit will be forced down by YouTube. They'll be like, this shit cannot go up. Yeah. Um, And uh, what's it called? Got to feed the algorithms. Yeah, you know? You got to give it what it wants. Anyway. um, So... It's a sensitive subject, so I'm trying not to make any really shitty jokes. So... Um, but anyway, he apparently also said he told some girl that he was dating that, uh, he wanted to eat her heart just like when he went hunting this one time and he shot this deer and before it was even dead, he ran up and cut out its heart and bit into it. Yeah, it's crazy. And it just keeps getting worse and worse, right? So this is really what rock bottom is. So army hammer has been spotted in public recently. And that's because he's working in the Cayman Islands at a um, hotel, resort, and it's spa like, like selling timeshares. Time yeah. <laughs> like, top A-list Hollywood actor is now selling timeshares in the Cayman Islands. And on top of that, to his father's, like, dynasty's great shame, they have cut him off from all oh, money. Really? They're like, yeah, don't feed the cannibal. Like, no thanks. He's, like, he's, he's the totally cannibal. cut off from he's everybody. He's totally yeah. cut so off. So he really needs that timeshare money. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. So... I have a list here of Army Hammer's alleged offenses. One of them was violently R-wording someone and cannibalism in some capacity. I don't know if he actually ain't anybody, but at some level, I kind of sympathize with him because I would fucking eat your heart in a second oh, over there. I yeah. <laughs> I'd um, eat your heart right out of your fucking chest, Dick. You sound like Alex Jones right now. <laughs> um, his known offenses, though, stuff we do know about. <laughs> the things we can confirm. The Lone Ranger with Johnny Depp. For That's sure. True. That's one number, of his biggest offenses. Have you ever seen one. that movie? No. You've never seen? I'll pull up a picture of the poster, and you're going to be like, holy shit, dude. So this movie came out in 2012, and it uh, it stars Johnny Depp playing Somebody a Native American, which is definitely not offensive. And, and still somehow it's less offensive than Army Hammer. And Army Hammer playing a cowboy. Oh, I remember when this movie came out. I never watched it, though. And here's the thing. I think most people didn't watch it. I When it came out, it got like... It, this was supposed to be set up to be like the next Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> it's the same production team. And they just... They, they lost the plot somewhere along the line. Oh, westerns are out. Well, it's not even that it was a Western. It's just nothing happened until the last 20 minutes. And then the last 20 minutes is some of the craziest action... That's on film. It's wild. That's what the reputation this movie Does has. Does that action include him eating someone? Um, that would be great if no, they worked it into but, the movie. <laughs> Imagine, it's like, hey, you'd like this, right? He wasn't a known cannibal then, though. Yeah. You know? 
But imagine if it, it came up and he's like, yeah, I want to play the Lone Ranger. I think that'd be a great role for me. <laughs> I just think I would fit into that role. <laughs> the way he described it, too, he was like, you could feel the warm blood in your mouth and as the guts go in between your teeth. I was like, damn, bro. Like, it's it's one of those things where, like... Wait, he said that? Yes, he put that in a text message and sent that to a woman. So he definitely did eat someone. Well, or I, he no, imagined he, he's it. talking about... He admitted like the, to eating the deer. the deer. But I don't oh. know if he's eaten another human, but he has expressed, like, vividly that he would like to consume desire. another human being. Oh, my God. Did like, you so, see, when, when, he, when all this happened, there was, like, a he moved out of where he was living... And uh, there was a picture. I don't know if you want to pull it up. There's like a garbage can that was outside of his house. And it had like a human mannequin. Like it's like, so this guy had like, a, you know, like a just a mannequin. And he just, I'm sure he dreamt about like eating a person. And he's looking at this, you know, naked body staring at him from across the room. <laughs> well, he ate the arms oh, and it's, already. Yeah, it's like tied up, rope bound. Well, that's because they were throwing it. Up. They were so, throwing it. No, out. no, no. That's some BDSM shit, which is oh, fine. Okay, yeah. But <laughs> look at this sad, you the cannibal sad, part of it. Like in. to me, that's like he wants people to know what he was doing. Yeah, the mannequin sticking out. Yeah, he was like, "This is a, a cry for help." That's not going to fit in a trash can. Though. So, <laughs> so all I'm saying is he was practicing tying people up for whenever the time comes that he needs to tie a, yeah. a, a grown woman up. Yeah. I feel like so, allegedly. What's also ironic about this is that his dad's um his dad's like empire that like, you know, that golden ticket that got him into Hollywood and all that shit, right? Um that actually has a uh what's it called? That actually has a litany of of controversy surrounding it as it is. But even as despicable as those fucking pieces of shits are, they're like, nah, we draw the line and eating other people. Hey. I mean, you got to get the fuck out of here. Go sell timeshares at, at Grandpa's Resort. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is, like, so the resort that he's at, like, he is from the Cayman Islands, right? I, I and he, he, like, grew up there for uh, a little bit or something? Yeah, he grew up there. So I think it might, like, he still might have some sort of a golden parachute, you know, yeah, working yeah. the timeshare job. Yeah, and one of those guys is gonna die, and he'll get some sort yeah. of he'll then he'll own a hotel and <laughs> yeah, instead of being a Hollywood mogul. Poor guy. Ah, <laughs> uh, so, I'm sorry, it didn't work out. I mean, you could listen. If anything, not being in the spotlight empowers him to eat people more. That's true. And That's a good point. you put him in the Cayman Islands, basically lawless. Okay, he's gonna be the cowboy of eating people. He's been preparing this for a decade with the Lone Ranger. Mm -hmm. to now this. Mm-hmm. What else, what else has he done? I think that was it. I th like I said, I was there was there was an alleged like violent R that took place, and I like I said, it was it wasn't like a bunch of women that came out, but there was some text messages. I thought there were multiple women. Were there? I huh. thought. Let's see. He was like in. A, uh, he was in like Death on the Nile. Oh yeah, he was Death in the Nile. He was in Call Me by Your Name. Call Me by Your Name. He was in the social network. The social network too, too right? Oh yeah. yeah, he was the Winklevoss brothers, right? Yeah, I thought there were other. Let's see. Coercion? I just typed in. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, apparently, it's just the cannibalism, and there's one abuse controversy. I don't uh, think there's multiple women. Either way, it's either enough. way. That's enough to send you to the Cayman Islands to sell timeshares to go eat Cayman people. 
Yeah, I, that's enough. You know, I, I would definitely agree with that. Like, hey, you know what? You had a good run here. You got to get the fuck out of here yeah. now. All right. Um, and may, may I just say? I, what? I, I really don't like that guy. He was supposed to play Batman at one point. You know that, right? Imagine. Yeah, he was supposed to play Batman in 2000. Let him play Man Bat. <laughs> Typecasting. Yeah. Be eating people right on set. <laughs> Army, get the grip out of your mouth. <laughs> All right. So. What was that? That was a weird noise that came out of my mouth. It sounded like a bat. You want to hear a little segue that I thought of? What? You know, it would be a really um, unfortunate name to have. Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power? Well, yes. (laughs) But also, if your name was Mike O. Jackson. Wow. Yeah. You're just like, hey, I'm Mike O. Jackson. Is that somebody in the show? Uh, Mike O. Jackson. Say it fast. becomes Michael Jackson. Yeah, I get that. Does that have to do with Lord of the Rings? No, I was just thinking about it. If, what if your name was Mike O. Jackson? And you think this is somehow better than everything I've done up until no, this point? No, I just wanted to, <laughs> I just, I just wanted to make sure as, and get that on record. Not to, not necessarily as a segue, just something I thought of. Oh, okay. And I wanted well, to announce it your off you guys. Five. All right, yeah. well, thanks. Thanks for that. Yeah. That yeah. Would, I agree. It would be a bad name. Yeah. Okay. There you Whatever. Anyways. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> you made it more than it had to be. I just wanted to get it out. You know what? I'm going to say yeah. Anyway, that's on you guys. Lord of the Rings uh, had a, had the uh, the official trailer come out, so I got to be straight up. I watched this trailer twice. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. All I know is that the sweaties don't like it. Can someone really? tell me why the sweaties don't like it? Mike, do you know anything about this? Because a lot of this shit that I'm seeing online is all this horse shit about like. I don't like. It's a lot of this. It's the same thing that they accuse Disney of. You know, forced diversity, this, that, the other, all those. Like, I want to hear some legitimate criticisms of it, though, so far. Like, does it not look good? Does it not sound interesting? I mean, like, me, it, it looks really good. I, but I can't I, think that it's bad if they spent a billion dollars well, on it. Well, I mean, like, that's not the metric that I want to go by. But it looked, it looked beautiful. That's the thing is I don't have hardcore knowledge of the, the deep lore of, of the Lord of the Rings universe and, like, Middle Earth. But to me, it looks like it's, it's going to be an interesting and fun adventure movie uh, or TV show, which is what yeah. I want out of it. And I haven't seen any of the Lord of the Rings. So if I, they, they planned out five seasons for this show. They know where they're starting. They know where they're ending. And that's way better is, than Disney, which is fucking light that years is so ahead of nice Disney to hear. Um, and I think that, um, I think that I would actually probably watch and maybe even enjoy this because yeah. I don't I haven't watched any of the Lord of the Rings. They're on my list though. I've watched the first Hobbit, I think. John, did we watch Lord of the Rings together? I think we might have. Um and I watch and I think we watched The Hobbit together too, like the Hobbit movies maybe. I remember you guys one. watching Desolation of Smaug one night when I was hanging out in the house yeah. like way back. Yeah, in the that night. was years ago though. Yeah. Did we didn't we I thought we saw them in theaters as they were coming out. I went and saw the first one with Danny and Jerober. And then Danny and I were supposed to go see the second one, and we got caught in a snowstorm. So we did not go see it, and then I just never picked it up with the Battle of the Five Armies. Yeah. I mean, like, we could say as much as we want about, like, the Hobbit movies, but I think the Lord of the Rings movies are, like... Are what they're, they're really pulling from. Really, too. really beloved, you know... Like, oh, I mean, for sure. Some of some of the best, you know, cinematic, you know, storytelling Without in Hollywood. a doubt. And, like, here's the thing. I'm just, like, I don't want to shit on Lord of the Rings because I know how good it is. Like, I, I realize how many people, like, look up to that, draw inspiration from that. I'm just not into, you know, swords and sorcery. Uh, you know what I mean? Could have fooled me. Why, why, why? What do you mean? All the games that you play. Yeah, but, like, what what games are like that? I don't know. 
uh, Pokemon, Z, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah, Sword and Shield. Yeah, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Mike, help me out here. What games does he play that's like Lord of the Rings? Uh, we were like playing like, you know, when we were playing like New World and things like that. And yeah, but New World kind sucked of Val- and you like know it. Valheim, but what's the, what's the I think a lot of Amazon, like a lot of what I'm seeing Elden from Ring? this is it's Whatever. pretty much the same as like the Star Wars argument where it's like, oh, you're adapting and changing canon and, you know, shit like that. And people are just like really stuck on this is the like law. This is, you know, what Tolkien wrote is the Bible and we can't change anything off of that. Yeah, it's an it's an adaptation of it. So people just are going to have a problem with that. Yeah, either way, I mean, like, I still want to watch it, though. People are scared, you know, after everything. <laughs> they don't want it to get the, the Star Wars. They're treatment. clutching their pearls. They are <laughs> clutching their pearls. And I don't blame them because they did Star Wars dirty. Which is so, which is, like, I, I hate how people are, like, if they take a property and they're, like, we're going to put it in this original direction. We're going to take the elements of it. Like, I'm a fan is if they just took, like, if they take Batman, like, they do it all the time. They just did it with the newest movie. They take Batman they set it apart from everything else and they just tell its own story like or any one of these characters or anything. Right. Just I, as long as it's good. You know, I don't really care if it's like canonically fits. I wish Star Wars would get off the canon train like officially just do a story that's fun to watch and that's that tells a good story. Well, not those, just all the shows that they do. movies, you know, we'll hopefully. See. They didn't do too great with Thor. Uh, hopefully so, he's less funny. Uh, <laughs> they pull it back a bit. Yeah, I would like it if he pulled it back a bit. So um, that's what I'm hoping for is just a good original story. Like I'm not that person that gives a shit if like the canon isn't solidly like followed. You know what I mean? And well, I wish you, more you people would like fuck that. Yourself. Well, you look I, at something like the boys that is totally original. Like it takes cues from the comic book, but it doesn't yeah. like follow it religiously. And it's fucking awesome. I feel like there would still be haters even if, you know, it was, like, super strict to following, like, the stories and things like that. People would be like, well, this isn't original. Like, why can't you tell a new story? It's like, either way, there's always haters. You know what I mean? For sure. Haters going, hey. Yeah, it's the same kind of, it's the same kind of shit. It's like whatever you want to pick. It's like what Pat said where it's, you know, you're trying to be, like, you're incorporating diversity and then it's, like, a bunch of people are like, well, you know. Elves are like this or whatever. Or dwarves are like that. Oh, if they're yeah, one way, yeah. they can't be anything else. I watched like, some video that had an argument that's like, nevertheless, this is a made-up world, so the character should be like this. I'm pretty sure Tolkien described the elves as fair-skinned. It's like, but what? It's like a fucking still, TV show, bro. Like, like, to your point, like you could still have a good story yes, regardless of that. Yes. You know? I think, and like, I think that the, I think, I think that showing that diversity in that landscape is important because of how like how our culture is like a big melting pot but i also want to make sure that they focus on telling a good story like the witcher is super diverse but you don't hear any controversy about it because they tell a good story whereas like you look at obi-wan kenobi they played the diverse card but they told a shit story so it's like here's shit story and we're going to complain about diversity on top of it but then people like to to like to play that diversity card and say like that's why it was bad oh exactly and i don't agree with that either there's there is i don't like i said i these are not bad things that they're focusing on it's just when they put that over telling a good story like why you know what i mean when the medium is to tell a story yeah you know and i think which is like emblematic of miss marvel which is diversity turned up to 11 but Little spoiler there. I love the last three episodes. Mm-hmm. We'll get to it later, but it tells a great fucking story. Absolutely. I found out. And so. I think the fact that the uh, you were saying that they have five season planned out already. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's already, I mean, compared to Star Wars, if, if we're doing that comparison, I feel like that's a big difference because, you know, I mean, I guess because it's a prequel, 
like they kind of know where they're going to end up eventually. So I'm sure yeah. that helps with like the storytelling, you know, and the planning. Oh yeah, and stuff. for sure. Absolutely. There's no doubt. I mean, Whereas like Star Wars, it's like, are they just making this up as yeah. they go? You like know? by the minute. And yeah. they were. And they were. Yeah, fair enough. They were. So before we move off this subject, I just want to know, does anybody have anything insightful from this trailer they can talk about in this segment? Because I don't. I really don't have. I, like, I know nothing about Tolkien. I don't know. Lord of the Rings. I don't know a lot about. But I know Lord this is a big fucking. I'm just excited. I, the only reason I brought it up when we were talking about what we we're going to talk about this week is because I'm excited that new Lord of the Rings is coming and it looks good. It looks solid. I know. I just know that it's a prequel. I know that it takes place like way before, you know, the Lord of the Rings movies. It's like the second age or something. The second age or something like yeah. that. Yeah, the yeah. second age of Middle Earth. So it's like thousands, thousands um, of years back before like anything happened. Well, I think in the, the trailer they the said Rings. they said shit happened before the, the sun even rose or whatever. Like that's yeah, those what, trees. With the came, the light came out of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah those two trees. Yeah, those. Uh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, those um, it looked like the Elden Ring. Tree. Yeah, that's why I was. Berg. Remember, Danny said something about it. You remember that? No, I no? don't. Okay. He'd be the one to ask. Yeah, this was his. Just gig. Call him up. Um, get him on the line. All right. Well, either way, I'm gonna watch it. It comes out in September. I think actually Labor Day weekend or the weekend after, right? Ooh. Yep. Yeah. So I'm gonna watch it. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk about it on this show. And hopefully I won't be tied to a musical. So maybe. Are you going to go back and watch the Lord of the Rings? Movies I have because... the I have the 4K box set. So oh, I definitely of do. Of course, you have the 4K, 4K box set and haven't seen them. Yeah, I have the 4K box set of Back to the Future and I haven't seen all of them. That's, a, that's a crime. <laughs> you want to go look at my box sets after this? No. <laughs> all right. Anyway, I refuse to look at them until you watch them. Okay. So, uh, speaking of something I refuse to look at, um, the Monsters trailer came out. Oh, yeah. So, I... Now, I have seen all the Twitter chatter around the Monsters trailer, right? And it didn't seem like it was set in the world... It was set in the world on fire in the worst way, so it would seem. I'm going to go ahead... You haven't seen this, right? No. I haven't seen this either. Mike, have you seen it? Nope. So, um, I've seen it. Nick is the only one here who's seen it. <laughs> and uh, like I said, I've heard that it's an absolute garbage fire. I don't know what to expect. Some of the quotes I've heard was, this is definitely a troll. Is this a commercial for something? Was this filmed on an iPhone? Like it's that type of bad. And this is coming from Rob Zombie, who, when you look back on his films, it's not like his films set the world on fire. But they're definitely interesting horror movies. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I like Devil's Rejects. I like House of a Thousand Corpses. I like that one Halloween movie. I like how uh, yeah. how John Campia put it, where he's like, this is bad. And the like, it, the only way this works is if it's like a marketing ploy to kind of oh, yeah. fake everyone out. Yeah, for sure. Let's see. All right. Turn it up. I like the old Universal Pictures logo, though. Yeah, That's a nice touch. Cool. I like when they bust that out. Rob Zombie. Oh, no. House of a Thousand Corpses, Halloween, and the Devil's Rejects. All the three movies I just named. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I, I don't like the sound of that. What? The brain of a super genius transplanted into the body. What? No. <laughs> oh, boy. This is a movie from a major Hollywood studio? Oh, that's his wife. Yes. A man that every time he enters my crypt, well, <laughs> it's like a stick. That's Rob Zombie's wife. Dead. 
black yeah. heart. What the fuck? What's his name? Nosferatu. Okay. Looking for a vision. A queen. What? What exactly do you want? This is shot like a sounds worse than like Halloween Town. This this is shot like a student film, like a senior project. It's shot worse, Pat. Look at this frame. What is going on at Universal Pictures? They shot at Universal Studios. You know what? It kind of makes sense that Universal would put this out because they they headline Fast and Furious movies. So yeah. I mean, it's it's gotta just be like a complete camp thing, right? Like that's like on purpose. Yeah. Like Rob Zombie's like, I'm gonna make a monsters movie and I'm gonna make it the most like period accurate, I guess, if you want to call but it or something like that. Mike, have you seen the original TV show? I have. This this is not accurate to the TV show. I, this, I, you know you know what I mean, right? Where it's like it's like a play on right, like the vibe television and old. But it, it doesn't commit. Like a lot of the shots look right. very modern, guys. Like this shot, I can't this even, shot looks old. That I, shot looks old, and like the the on screen zoom and everything. <laughs> Greetings from Transylvania. Oh my god. You guys, this is a YouTube sketch. This has to be. It feels like it feels like a, a lot YouTube of the comments sketch. talking about like it feels like SNL. We're gonna have to get used to it. Dude, oh, God. <laughs> Some of the comments are like, "Is this a GoFundMe movie?" <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it really okay. So like, obviously, I'm not a big Monsters fan, but what the fuck was that? Like, it's so I I grew up watching a lot of TV Land as a kid. Um, and I, not that the monsters was a big show for Andy me, Griffith. Andy Griffith, but like the monsters wasn't a big show for me, but I watched it here and there. And I, the, uh, the idea of doing it like in the style of the TV show and going campy, that's cool. Yeah. But this is not that this is, this, this is, this cheap just crap. looks like cheap yeah. horse shit. It's almost Someone like they said were... it's a porn parody of the monster. Honestly, <laughs> that, that if, I would like that if it was. <laughs> let's see let's try and see what the budget is oh, and I can't read I that. think 30 to 40 million well uh, oh, how much of that did I Rob Zombie walk home with sick to my with? stomach when you said that man that I, I'm just reading bad. through the reddit comments so, so I'm not like you know nothing is confirmed but like God where damn. is it I paused on one shot that looked absolutely awful is it the it's, one in the club it's this one right here. No. It says, why is the camera always at waist level? Because <laughs> he's really tall, bro. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's a good explanation. Like, look at look at the Yeah. This the obvious green screen. And like, why is this? There was like side a later the shot camera? with like the clouds in the sky that look terrible. Why is like towards the end? It's almost giving like uh Eddie Murphy's haunted mansion. Yeah. <laughs> But if Actually, you go to the yeah, live, that is, is good, good John. Except that I love that movie though, so. So <laughs> apparently there were like fake trailers for Grindhouse. Really? Yeah. Well, they they were fake trailers, but they used real footage from the movie. Right. That's well, yeah. Everybody's for, like, even the fake trailers from Grindhouse were more professionally made, shot better, and had better acting. And well, I actually they were gave made a shit by about. Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez, two of the most decorated filmmakers of all time. For me, I and feel this more, is 
Rob Zombie. This, what feels really <laughs> off about this is the audio. Like, yeah, it looks like crap, but the audio feels like the the weakest link in the whole thing. The like the the lack of music playing through the background. It's like, like it sounds like you're in like a just a sound booth with them. <laughs> like if you go back right, to the like, beginning, it's just like it that doesn't sound like quality audio. These, these shots are also bullshit. What cinematographer like, did they hire? It's not even like the light. Like I get the light looks like shit too. But like, look at this camera angle. Look at look at the way the camera moves. If someone's just holding it like this, like there's no fucking um, steady cam or anything. There's no tripod. Well, again, that like, that kind of may play into the doing it as like a period kind of thing. If they're trying to like be, uh, you know, campy or, or whatever you want to call it, intentionally, like as a callback of some sort, it's like they didn't lean hard enough into it to like right. make that clear to us. Right, like the the vocals, or like like you said, Nick, like Where the voice processing. There, they right? could have so made like, it sound old, or they could have like intentionally did. Or some, made like, it sound like so they're they're in like a gradation on it. Put it, make it sound ambient, like they're in a castle rather than in a sound booth. So like the other thing too that I would just like to point out, especially in this shot, right, is that number one, the uncanny valley usually happens when you're looking at a CGI face, and it's like. So close, but not close enough to where you're like, my brain is trying to decipher subconsciously that that doesn't look real. So what is it? And that's why it looks bad to me. That doesn't happen with environments because we've already passed that. Well, and somehow here, my brain can't commit to the fact that these are real woods because they're obviously because the not. The perspective is wrong. Like... It just looks so weird and like over it looks saturated like a, it looks and, like in Willy Wonka when they're on the Wonka mobile or whatever with all the bubbles coming out. Yeah. And like at I least that was more practical effect. Yeah. Living a boring normal the bats. <laughs> Other comments and are like, this is the spirit effects. of Hall Hold spirit on. Halloween energy. Why did I spirit Halloween? <laughs> yeah. Why did we not talk about this before? That the, the fucking Adobe After Effects yeah. lightning that Force comes, lightning. It comes out of her eyes. So that's like what makes me feel like it's trying to be campy on purpose, you know? Like if they really leaned into that the whole time, then be like, oh, this is a joke, you know? But they're not. I think the, the, the part at the end where there's the woman dressed up as the witch and then there's that like slide whistle sound effect. That's, that's, that's pretty, pretty bad. Telling, that's think, pretty telling. That's pretty bad. Ugh. Yeah, that was bad. I hope he's tricking us. I hope this is a big I old hope, joke. Yeah. Like it almost sounds it almost feels like, you know, they wanted it to like seem like it was a big joke, but like they didn't go hard enough. I hope that this drops. Like cuz here's the thing, Rob Zombie doesn't have like the one thing Rob Zombie doesn't have in his career is consistency, okay? Thunderkiss 65 came out and then that man didn't have another hit until Dragula, okay? Like and both those yes, songs are fucking incredible. Like, those songs carry his tour, okay? I don't care about any other Rob Zombie music besides for those two songs. Rob Zombie has made quite a lot of films. But remember the three I mentioned were the three that they also mentioned? It's kind <laughs> of my know, point. They know, they know. You know, like, is that, like, they, they, they know what they're working with. So, fingers crossed, maybe this is just another one of those, like, damn, yo, Rob Zombie blew the fucking monsters up, man. Like, 
What if this ends up spawning a whole monster, another monster MCU? Verse. Monster, monster verse. A monster cinematic universe. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're going to use this to seed the universal monster movie. You know, reboot the Tom Cruise mummy again. <laughs> the dark universe. Dark universe. I hope so. It's been a while, you know? Yeah, it's been a while. What? Four years? Five years? <laughs> no, the Tom Cruise mummy was 2017, I think. Five years? Five years. Yeah. yeah, five years. Okay. All right. Well, this game has been in development for eight years, and we're going to talk about it right the now. The Monsters. The Monsters game. That's right. RPG. <laughs> so before Monsters. I get started, um, let me fill you guys in on a little bit of this. So this game, Skull and Crossbones. Skull and Bones. Skull, skull and Bones. Sorry, I keep kind of saying Crossbones because that's cooler. But either way, Skull and Bones <laughs> is a pirate uh, MMORPG. Ah, yes. What I'm looking forward to. So this game was spawned off the back of Assassin's Creed Black Flag 10 years ago, which I don't know if you guys ever... We've talked about this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you played Black Flag? I played Black Flag a little bit. The most, the one I've played the most was... Um, wow, I can't remember the name of it. The one where they're... Probably in two Egypt. in Italy. Oh, Origins? Origins was the one oh, okay. I played the most. I've, yeah. um, I only played a little bit of Oranges. I played that one for like five Oranges? Hours. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Oranges. oranges. <laughs> I haven't played Oranges for a little bit. <laughs> it's a psyop, brother. Anyway, um, uh, and then, uh, and then I, um, I literally just played Black Flag for the first time. Uh, what, like two months ago? Was that three months ago? They if first that introduced all of like the ship. Well, they introduced gameplay? the ship combat in three, but it was like a side. Mission thing. And then Black Flag was Black like, Flag you guys was like, like, yo, you're a pie. Like, <laughs> you guys, here you go. You guys like the ships, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and they For were. For me, it's all just about the sea shanties. That's all. That's the main point. 100% of the game, about which the Which is so sea weird shanties. because when they start singing on my boat, I cut that shit off immediately. <laughs> I'm trying oh. to listen to a podcast or like music of my own and they're, they just start singing. Yeah. Like, you don't want to get into get the vibe offended. of being a pirate? Here's the thing. I, I think I sailing just... on the open seas and. You know, while you're listening to fucking John Campia, yeah, that really gets you in the I mood. I just don't like the fact that the NPCs have the audacity to just start doing something just, without my permission. We, I, you know, we're on the same wavelength. <laughs> like, with that. like I would these like motherfuckers. If I asked for it, you know. Yeah, and the other thing is like, how come the one that starts, I can't throw him overboard and be like, "That'll teach you, motherfuckers." But that would be a new, fun mechanic. In, new, yeah. in this game, though, apparently they can like mutiny against you and things yes. like that. Yes, yeah. I was yeah. gonna say, yeah, Pat, so, you're gonna be like, no, you guys can't sing anything, and they're gonna be like, I'm throwing. Your ass yeah. All right, you can sing. This you is all yeah. we have. See, I'd be like, you guys have to sing, or I throw you off the boat. Uh, <laughs> Get to um, singing. So this has been in development hell for eight years so far. Um, it was announced when uh, when Sea of Thieves was announced in 2017. It was weird. Microsoft had their showcase. There was a pirate trailer, and then Ubisoft did theirs, and there was a pirate trailer. And this looked at least. Uh, for me, I thought it looked better because you know it it's it's more pirate as opposed to we're cartoon pirates. It's yeah. like you're pirates as opposed to LARPing as pirates. It's like you know going I mean? to see like, a band versus going to see the You know the what wiggles. I mean? Like yeah. it's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. So uh, that's a great point too. Actually, you like that? yeah. Um, it also was announced, even though this game isn't out yet, it comes out November eighth, twenty twenty two. That there is going to be a TV show being developed around it. Oh, and um, and they've got the whole five seasons planned. They got the whole five <laughs> seasons planned. So let's take a look at the footage here. I will go ahead and I'm going to speed it up just by. Oh, I already did speed it up. All right, let's go. Uh oh, didn't want that. There we go. 
Oh, look at those beautiful oceans. Ubisoft knows how to do beautiful blue oceans. Really knows. Really nice. Okay, Far Cry is a fucking example of that. You'll start your journey as an outcast whose goal is to become the most infamous pirate to sail these treacherous... See, this is one of the, like, I would play this game significantly over Sea of Thieves. Yeah, yeah. me too, for sure. Because like, I mean, it's like you it said, is. Sea of Thieves is just, like, really watered down. It's, like, I mean, for me personally, I think it's, it's very... It's pirate LARPing. And you do the same Very simple, over and very over straightforward. Over yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, there's emotes. Shark bait. You got shark bait. That's super Assassin's Creed. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing is that this is definitely built in the Assassin's Creed engine for sure. Yeah. It's time to head out and Um. As a rookie pirate, you'll only have. You have this little dinghy. <laughs> Fuck you, T. Get a big old boat. This is also one so, of those games where it's like whatever glitch comes out of it or what random like glitches happen are going to be hysterical. Oh, totally. oh for sure. Because you know it's going to be full of them. Yeah, it's a Ubisoft game. And don't get me wrong, I stand Ubisoft, but oh, this is uh, This is going to be a fucking nightmare when it comes out. Oh, cool. Damn. That's a cool mechanic. Like so is this like purely like an online gameplay situation or is there actually like a storyline and stuff? You know what? I don't know both. I think it's going yeah, to think think like a it's got like like they're talking about here you can like go on quests. See, but it definitely can... is straight up Assassin's Creed because that's like old school how you shot those fucking chips. Yeah, see it's like yeah by doing these activities like explore, plunder treasure chest or you can also you can undertake these find like other NPC oh, ships yeah. and attack them or go and actually like fight other people. There's a lot of like resource mining here, which it talks about. Yeah. Um, Ooh, which I don't know, like uh, we'll see how that kind of works. Like you're going to need to get like wood or stone. You can kill animals. Oh, and Nick, get... This is your game, man. Yeah. This, this is going on your list with Hogwarts legacy, huh? Uh, this would be below Hogwarts legacy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, for sure. Crafting is big, it says. I, but. Now, I do like how they go into the ships and, like, how they serve different purposes because on some level, that means that there is room for an admiral mechanic, you know what I mean? Or an armada mechanic where you have several ships, you know? Cool. I'm not sure if that's in here. Like, if you can't just operate one ship at one time or, like, Assassin's Creed, how, like, you oh, can send yeah. your one ship to go do something. And, like, so I'm curious if they adapt that as well. I think it's probably more for like the MMORPG element of it, where it's like the three of us will play. Pat, you know, oh, Nick will yeah. give the cargo ship so he can collect everything. Like the cargo <laughs> guy. The ship. And I'll be the AOE. I, like like I play my role. I'll be the, I do it well. I'll be the ADC. So, Mike, you right. do all the work. I get the kills. And then late game, I'm strong as shit and I take all the credit. <laughs> and I'm going for a real glass cannon build. It's the only way to play, baby. That's cool. You have to study the ships and understand the mechanics and how they work. It's kind of like an armored core almost for pirate ships. You know what I mean, Burke? Yeah. Like, it was talking about where, you know, different armor has different, like, better effects against, like, either cannonballs or fire and shit like that. I wonder how much you can, like, 
I wonder if you're like when you go to the like you're in the you're in the harbor. It's like okay, this is my build. I'm gonna go out, or if you can like switch on the fly, like your Pokemon. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, like, in like you see you see opponents' ships when you're out there. Like, can you switch to adapt to the situation, or you have to go back to a port? Oh, that'd be so. Hard. Right. Yeah. You're like, oh shit, they have a lot of fire. I have no fire armor. Yo, I'm can digging I, like, that dude quick out. Quick swap my hardcore. weapon. Here's the question, though: Can you get a pet monkey? Oh, can you get a parrot? I feel like I that'd be easy parrot. to patch in. You can customize outfits and stuff. I have to imagine Animal Sidekick is one of the categories of customizable outfits. But that's also one of the things you're going to have to pay for with real money. <laughs> Welcome to Ubisoft. Plus $300. Look, yo, there's yeah. like rogue waves and shit you got to watch out for. Any uh, Megalodons? I don't think so. But I, I don't mean, know if there's any like... Ubisoft's put myth mythical creatures in their game before. I mean, Assassin's Creed Odyssey had Medusa, the Taurus. Uh, yeah. All types of crazy yeah, shit. Yeah, Origins there. had all those. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah you're and right. There was like the DLC where like you literally went to like Purgatory and you had to like fight demons um, and all these things. Assassin's Creed Valhalla had all of the Norse. I started stuff. playing that one. I it didn't sucks. get into it. I hate it. Oh, yeah. It's I played so it for bad. like two hours and then I just kind of stopped playing it. It's not good. Yeah, here, this is like what we're talking about. You can synergize your play styles between your friends. Attacking forts is kind of cool. Yeah. Yo, if you guys want to warm up to this game, go play Black Flag right now. This is exactly what it's like. Is it only going to be on PS5? Um, I think they're no, just advertising gonna... with them, but it's Ubisoft. It'll be on all major platforms, besides for Switch. Yeah. Who knows? It might be on Switch. This game it'll ain't running like, on Switch. It'll look like shit, but <laughs> yeah, it it'll, look, it'll look like CFPs. It'll look like CFPs <laughs> <It'll look like laughs> <CFPs laughs> on Switch, yeah. Yeah, so... Oh, somebody commented, Long Live Piracy might not be the best slogan for a game. <laughs> 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 Fair. I'm gonna pirate the shit go. out of this game. I wonder, pre-order bonus. I wonder how much gameplay is like not on the ship. You know, like if there is any or that well, is a good question. That has you know? yet to be seen. I think of the moment to moment like combat with swords and pistols and everything because yeah, they're talking about how you can like you know you can sink someone's ship, but you could also like board them and take it over. So yeah, like, are you actually it's like what happens next? Like yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, are are. Are they also going to have island exploration? Are you going to have to dig out that treasure, you know, yeah. or is it just like hit button to dig and a right. quick time event happens or something? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, also, what are the land enemies going to be looking like? Because like if I go and follow crab people and also crab, <laughs> also, are there going to be got crabs? <laughs> I've been crabbed again. Um, also, is there going to be any free running? Because I, I kind of uh, feel like after playing Black Flag, if this game emulates all of that ship it. combat, like why not just throw in the free running too? That'd be fun. I think yeah. it, I think the like I think it's gonna feel a lot like how Sea of Thieves feels for like on person when you're just kind of like going on land to either like get a chest or like punch uh, and kick some shit. I don't think it's gonna be actually like comprehensive. That like a, sucks because I really whole, like to yeah. like whoop ass with a nice combat system with all my friends. Yeah, but but as far as the free I running, doubt it. Was, like that would be such like that would just straight up be stealing another game. What the free running aspect? Like Assassin's Creed. I don't see any way they're they're gonna. It's put the that same in. publisher. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's they're a different franchise, you know. You don't mean like literally stealing. You just mean like it would be boring to just have yeah. a carbon copy. Yeah, or something. I mean, it's, yeah. it's not Assassin's Creed, but it is point. Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Build a new franchise. Do a new thing. Yeah, I mean, I guess my mentality is if you're already taking sixty percent, why not take another five percent? You know, that's, that's why you would be a bad <laughs> ship captain. <laughs> Mutiny. Well, I guess we'll have to see. <laughs> Okay. In November. I guess we'll have to see. I'm gonna fuck all you guys up. <laughs> I think you're gonna fuck us. 
I'm gonna fuck all you guys. It'll never stop. You too. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Captain's work is never done. Captain Poot is back. Um, so speaking speaking of being back, um, Comic Con comes back next week. San Diego Comic Con to be exact. I got my New York tickets by the way for this year, which is it's just a ex, uh, a excuse for me to spend money. I'm not gonna get a hotel though. Cool. When is the uh, when's New York Comic Con? October. <laughs> uh, the Yotel Burke. <laughs> no. Do you know what the Yotel is? No, what is that? It's a Japanese. It's a Japanese style hotel in New York that's like right up the street from the Javits Center, which is where New York Comic Con is. Mm-hmm. So Liz and I couldn't get any other hotels in the area, so we stayed at the Yotel, and it was like basically staying in Hello Kitty's house. <laughs> it was everything is super small. It's like a ship uh, cabin. It's like a cruise ship cabin in a in a hotel. Was it adorable? I mean, yeah, it was cute. Everything was really small form factor and everything, but also like, you know, it was, there was a lot of neon purple and pink lighting everywhere. You know what I mean? And it was just like, it's just, it's an excuse to make a hotel super, super small in New York already and call it like, you know, Japanese influence. Yeah. It's the, the, the bed is actually so small that it doubles as a couch. So you hit a button and it brings I mean, it's a, a futon. It's like a futon type of deal. Oh. And if you hit a button, it actually lowers down and becomes a full bed. <laughs> and that's mad luxurious. It is. <laughs> it is. It was nice. Well, speaking of luxurious, apparently, uh, um, whoever the mods are for uh, Marvel uh, for R slash Marvel Studio spoilers got a list uh, of what Marvel is potentially going to be showing next week. And we got that shit right now. So I don't know if this is in order. I don't know if any of this is confirmed, but we're just going to go for it. Speculation. Speculation. It's what we do best. So first up, Deadpool. So apparently Ryan Reynolds is going to be in attendance to announce the next Deadpool movie, which isn't titled Deadpool 3. And the director, Sean Levy, who he directed The Atom Project. Okay. He did, which, and they've had different directors every movie. First it was Tim Miller, and then it was... Um, the guys who did um, help we killed Keanu Reeves' dog. Um, John Wick. There we go. That's the one. Yeah, John, John Wick. Wick. <laughs> the, the John Wick movies. Uh, and this guy just did Adam Project, which is apparently pretty good on Netflix. I haven't seen it, but I've heard good things. Cool. So, are you looking forward to it, or what about uh, you? I you mean, like Deadpool. I like Deadpool. I like the second one too. I like both of them. I like Zazzy Beats. I feel like she was she was kind of underutilized. Well, maybe that's we'll see hopefully she gets more screen time, and hopefully they bring Bra- uh, Brad Pitt back. He was in the second one. I don't remember that. He had a cameo. He's the invisible guy. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I like when they brought the X Men in. Uh, then uh, Black Panther, Ryan Coogler, uh, Danny Garrar, I think her name is, um, and Dominique Throne will present. And bring the first Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer forward, which is cool to do. You know, I'm yeah. excited for that. Everyone's just like, "Hey, can we get a break from Marvel content?" And they're just like, "Thor just came out. Here's the next one." <laughs> you know, I. Everybody on the show says the th- same thing. We really like the first Black Panther. Obviously, we're going to see the second one, but they should have just recast T'Challa. They should not have been like, "Yeah, he's dead in the MCU too." Is that what they're doing? I didn't yes. know. They're not recasting Chadwick Boseman. They're just writing him out of the story. 
So the, so what's the do we know what the next one's going to be about? Yeah, you know what? Welcome welcome to the show. This is <laughs> great quest. question. Every John. time news comes out <laughs> about Black Panther, we're like what could this be about? Interesting. So and um, I could I could see the other side though of people being like, you know, he was the best Black Panther, like nobody else could compare. So why did you recast so and so to try to fill his shoes, blah blah blah. Yeah, you know? and we I think we we talked about that for a bit and like I definitely agree with that perspective cuz it's definitely hard to get past like like my god someone like Chadwick Boseman who's like every performance was amazing yeah. and he meant so much to so many little kids when that movie came out it's really important but also at the same time like the main demographic for these movies are people in their late 20s and early 40s now so like the audience the, my point is that the audience knows like we're aware of the real life tragedy right. so if you so like just, maybe we might show a little yeah. like empathy like okay like, like obviously yeah, you didn't if just, you just like kick him out yeah know? and you could have picked another actor who would have been just as strong or could have done his own spin or his own take you know what i mean like yeah. they would have understood how big of a fucking job that would have been to replace Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman of all people in the MCU you get Mark Ruffalo to do it yeah yeah okay that, i didn't say that but <laughs> We'll give him the Hulk treatment. But yeah, so that's our only apprehension. So I'm excited to see it because I want to know what they have decided to do and what story was worth telling. For me, I just want to like, I think what's important for the Black Panther character is that it does mean so, uh, so much to so many people. And to cut his story short after one single movie feels like, you know, a bigger loss rather than the actor himself. Yes, uh, that's a really that's a really the, good point, for the Nick. franchise. Not that it's you know the movie means more than Chadwick Boseman. Obviously, it's a tragedy that he died. <laughs> Not to corporate America, but I mean, if you're going to yeah. be doing more of these movies, like let's hear more of T'Challa's story. Yeah, exactly. Right, and that's what Kevin Feige at he said. Wakanda is a place to further explore with characters of different subcultures. So this was always and initially the primary focus of the next story. So now we're going to be focusing on Shuri, and you know. Her whole I'm not mad arc, about that. Her whole well, arc in the movie is going to be <laughs> trying to prove that the COVID vaccine is yeah. Uh, John, did you dangerous. hear about this? No, the, that? we don't have we don't have COVID in Wakanda. Uh, her whole she had an issue on set because Marvel was like everyone's got to get vaccinated and she refused to do it. Who was this again? Um, uh, Sherry, um, whoever plays, who's ever going to be the new Black Panther? Everyone, uh, the, all. All signs are pointing to Sherry. You know the yeah. little sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was openly anti-vax. Like, really? Oh yes. Like, retweeted quite a lot oh, of. Uh, Letitia I never knew Wright. that. Letitia Wright. That's right. Um, I never knew that. I kept thinking of Lupita. Um, Yango. Yeah, she's yeah, from. She's, I mean, she's, she's in it too. Yeah. She's uh. Um, but open, openly, like on her social media, promoting anti-vax stuff. Wow. Yeah. And she was yeah. difficult to work with on set. Um. Yeah. With all the restrictions. I and liked everything. her a lot. I'm surprised. Chadwick Boseman had colon cancer for four years before anybody knew about it, besides for the executives at Disney and his family. I didn't hear one complaint about his conduct on set. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All right. That's all I'm saying. Sounds like somebody had a bad attitude. <laughs> do, you guys, right. do you guys think they're going to bring back Killmonger? Because he came back. In they have if? to. They have to. Because he some... came back in what? I mean, don't oh, get... in what if? I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. want any what if. Content mixing in with the main story. Keep I agree it, with that. Be its own thing. I agree with that. But when I say they bring him back, I want a flashback. Well, that's I mean, what we, I want. We have I don't want you to cheapen him by killing the by by the death. We have multiverse of madness now. I don't. I don't like this <laughs> idea that like way. because we have the multiverse now, like it's free reign to just bring back any character that died. 
like back into the movies. John, right, yeah, you know? John, I'm sorry to say, it's already happened. It's already cats it's already out of the bag. Way. Wait, who'd they bring back? I'm just saying, like, look at sp- the sp- last Spider-Man movie. They're like, everybody's back. <laughs> Doc Ock, the Green Goblin, they're all here. Yeah, <laughs> they're dead. But it was awesome. It was awesome. It worked out. I'm just saying. Yeah, that was. I mean, I feel like that was. A, I mean, I know you're probably. Gonna I, I, that I, was a unique situation. I think, yes, you know. Yes, it was. And the problem I is. I thought that like, all right, we cool. We did the multiverse shit and let's pack it up in a box and never talk about it again. But Kevin Feige was like, nah, dude, we're, we're fucking leaning on that. Like we are going, you'll be seeing more of the multiverse. And that's because in this next part, secret invasion. Ooh. So, um, secret invasion, there's going to be no one in attendance, but they're going to reveal the main cast and share some footage that they've shot so far. Secret invasion is a television show. Which um, is going to be a Disney Plus series, I believe. Nick Fury, Samuel Jackson is confirmed to be in that. There's some other people ben as well. Mendelsohn. Ben Mendelsohn, I believe, because uh, it's about to be the Scrolls coming to Earth. I don't know if you've ever seen Captain Marvel. Yeah. Okay, it's the Green People coming to Earth, and <laughs> I don't know what else. But either way, that sets up Secret Wars, and that is a huge multiversal event where, like, it's in the comic books. It's straight up like. The Avengers from one universe versus the Avengers from another universe. So, oh. so they're that I've never heard about that one yet. Yeah, can you see it being? Oh, this is so out of focus. Um, if it's Avengers versus Avengers, you could have um, Michael B. Jordan Killmonger as T'Challa or as a Black Panther. You could, and then have them just. Switch places. Well, they're going to have to get creative because remember what I say. They don't ever just do what's in the comic book. They take a little bit of this. They take a little bit of that and they put it in the MCU blender. And mm-hmm. sometimes as you get on the other side is good. Other times you get Thor, Love and Thunder. You sprinkle a little too much comedy on <laughs> yeah. there. A little too much uh, sweet child of mine. <laughs> joke inflation. <laughs> joke inflation. Yeah. Yeah. Joke this inflation. Is also only going to be a six episode disney plus show so so they you know how do we can we uh, how do you guys feel about the seemingly limited six episodes that they're always keeping the shows fuck to? that fuck that fuck shit. Yeah. i agree it's I feel the like worst it really has like a like it's really strangling the storytelling yeah you know? it's the worst it's absolutely the worst and it's like i get that you don't want to overdo it with the episodes but like six is not a lot um, you could do, you could no, do a lot like more if six is the perfect amount where it's like you could have just made a movie have you watched exactly. peacemaker I did watch Peacemaker, yeah. Peacemaker is eight episodes, and they're 30 minutes each, and that show is basically perfect. I love that show. Yeah. like I never well, skipped the intro once. Me either. <laughs> Not one time. Uh, so Sarah's like, so you learned the dance. I was like, well, I watched it six times. <laughs> so, like, so why can't they just do that for Marvel? Like, Why yeah. does it always got to be like, hey, the episode says 40 minutes, but really it's 32 minutes and eight minutes of credits, and like... uh. All it's they got to set stuff up in the first three and then pay off in the next three because they don't they're not sure if they're getting more after that. Loki's the only one to get a second season, but that's because I feel like they got to fill in some gaps for phase four. Yeah. 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 I think they just are weirdly putting themselves in this box with like these, you know, specific timed six episodes. Yeah. They need content for Disney Plus. But like, why can't they just do more episodes? Like if it supports the story as if like everybody else is doing six episodes. Like, you know, I don't know why. Exploiting intellectual property, I think, is the best way to go about it. I also think uh, something to take into consideration is a lot of these shows were developed at the same time. Right. So Uh, they were all put into motion when they were building out Disney Plus. 
Whereas now, Pat mentioned uh, last week, I think it was, that the Cassian Andor... Cassian and Lando. <laughs> Cassian Andor show is going to be two seasons, eight episodes apiece? Twelve. Twelve episodes apiece. So they learned their lesson that six episodes doesn't work, but it's it's too late. All these other shows are already in the pipeline. They're it's coming. It's a good point. It's a good point, because things have been in works for years. Yep. Yeah. Um, speaking of being in the works for years, the next one on the list is Blade. Mahershal Ali, Kit Harrington, which we saw at the end of Eternals, he's going to be a part of it. Uh, Aaron Pierre, Milan Ray, and Basim Tark, Tark, I think it is, or Tariq, will be in a, uh, will be in attendance for some news. One piece of news is that Anthony Starr is supposedly going to be announced to play Dracula. Let me Google who that is. He plays Homelander in The Boys. I yeah, I was about to say yet. that he'd be a really, really good Dracula. He would be that'd be an cool, excellent addition to the MCU. He is an incredible actor. Dude, and he's a he's great a, fucking villain. He's a beautiful man as well. Yeah, the most chiseled jaw I've seen in my life. Ooh, <laughs> his beautiful Ooh. blue eyes. <laughs> he's like Chris Pratt. Um, not Chris Pratt. Um, he's Chris Pine's like older doppelganger. He's Chris like, a, he looks yeah. like yeah. A Danny Kilkenny. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Don't ever lie like that on this show again. All right. No, he doesn't. <laughs> He's got blue eyes. So now we got the Marvels, which is Brie Larson. Uh, how do we say Miss Marvel's name? It's Iman. How do you say your uh, last I name? Don't know. I don't know. I her forget name. what her last Villani. name is. Villani. Iman Villani and Tiana Paris will be there to show their footage. Um... One of the actresses is not there. Uh, Zoe Ashton's not going to be there due to her pregnancy. Um, Anson Mount is apparently revising his uh, reprising his role as Black Bolt from Multiverse of Madness. Oh wow! Jody Turner Smith mm. will join as Medusa in the post credits of the movie, setting up the Universal and Humans as a biz co- the big cosmic story going forward. I'm so looking forward to it. I, I'm that, excited for that. Yeah, that sounds good. I loved Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel. You loved Captain Marvel. I liked it a lot more than a lot of other things. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was my favorite, but it's like on the top half okay. of the list for me. Interesting. I, I've, I, um, when I saw Captain Marvel, my thing was like, it's good and it's a lot of fun, but I just wish Brie Larson was better. Cause like everyone around her is just out acting her like Ben Mendelsohn, Samuel Jackson. And, yeah. um, who is, who, uh, not Monica Rambo, her mother, yeah. Uh, oh God, I can't remember her name. There's too Rambos. many names to remember. Yeah, I get what you mean. I feel like she almost had like a charm, you know, that like she was kind of playing the character off as, you know, that was like more like casual, which I kind of appreciated because I feel like there were a lot. We were coming off of like a lot of superheroes that like were always so like Maria, serious. Maria Rambo. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like nah. Captain America, for example. Just like he's like so stoic and serious and stuff. And like we also you know. just came off of Infinity War, where basically everyone died. So. Exactly, like very yeah. serious. And then like she's like kind of playing this character that like is like super super strong, but like not acting super super serious about it. You know? Yeah. Kind of has a casual kind of thing about her, which I I liked, and I feel like that casualness is gonna also play well off of Miss Marvel. I'm just know? really curious how they're gonna it, like because clearly. After Captain Marvel, they just sent her away into outer space. They're like, "Go away! You're too powerful." And it like we don't need the Superman problem. Just get the yeah, fuck out of here. Yeah. I'm wondering how they're gonna deal with that. And it'd be nice if they could maybe kind of uh, tone her down a little bit. And maybe what they do in the Marvels and them switching might do that. Who knows? But yeah, that's a problem they have to address. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I know they kind of like threw nuggets here and there, like to kind of explain it away where they're like well the universe is really big so there's other planets that like you know 
suffered worse than not Earth every when planet Thanos... has an Avengers, I think is what they say. Yeah. Or something like that. And it's yeah. like, okay, like, I guess, like, logically, I can understand why that explains her being gone, but it also kind of feels like you just explained it away. And now she's just going to come back and there's going to be a lot of backtracking of like, well, a lot of shit happened. Like, where have you been? You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then she just becomes deus ex machina for any single problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, I think that takes away from compelling storytelling a lot. So then we have um, World, World War Hulk. Was Remember, we talked about this uh, a couple months ago. There was a report that a World War Hulk movie was going into development at um, Marvel. But the problem is, is that they cannot release a Hulk movie because Universal still owns the distribution rights to a Hulk solo movie. So Marvel's like, fuck that. We're not doing any business. Like, to the point where, like, if you guys go on Disney+, Plus, The Incredible Hulk, which is in the MCU, is not on Disney+. Plus. Universal is, like, is like such a big fuck you to Marvel for not producing this movie with them that they took it and they put it on HBO Max. <laughs> not even on their own, like, Peacock streaming service. They were like, we're going to license it out to a competitor because fuck you. Um but yeah, so this was originally going to be a movie. It can't be a movie, so they're turning it into a four-part Disney Plus series that may chop up that movie. That might, depending on how they release it and when, might turn into a small theatrical release. This could possibly be a big Avengers event before Secret Wars with many big characters. What's uh? What's the premise of World War Hulk? Hulk is too dangerous, so Tony sends him to space. He goes. Can we already to, do that. He goes to a planet where he becomes a gladiator. Um, this all happened. He he raises to the tops of society. He, then he like ends up like running the society. He's basically a king. And then I forget how, but somehow the Avengers murder his uh, wife and son. So he's like, "Well, fuck those guys," and he brings his whole army back to Earth. And tries to kill the Avengers. And Tony's like, I got all these Hulk clusters. Where, where did we leave Hulk at the end of uh, Ragnarok? He's just like smart Hulk. He's smart Hulk at yeah. the end of Oh, yeah. Endgame. He's cool and then, again, But right? no, he turned back into Mark Ruffalo because at the Shang-Chi um, post-credit. post-credit scene, uh, he's, uh, what's it called? He's regular old Mark right. Ruffalo. Again. Did they ever he's explain again, why yeah. he turned back into Mark Ruffalo? No, but they might go into that in the um, the She-Hulk TV show that's coming up. Another six right. did part. Did you guys talk about that? Limited series. Of course we did. <laughs> what are you thinking we I said? I cracked up so loud when I first saw that. I was like, this is Shrek's hot girlfriend. Like, <laughs> this is his ex mean before Fiona. he let himself go. <laughs> uh, Fiona is Shrek's wife, Nick. So they, they, it was his girlfriend right. first. <laughs> um, all right. So then uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is going to be unveiled. The majority of the cast will be in attendance. Uh, Chris Ratt. Chris Pratt is going to Chris Pratt is going to be in church, and uh, they're going to show some footage. <laughs> off. <laughs> Man, people get on his case for too much shit over that. Do anyway. you remember that uh, Wally, the, the Dolly generated Chris oh, yes. Pratt uh, as Jesus movie that I made? <laughs> so then we good. have uh, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. So there's going to be some footage with the actors. Um, Paul Rudd, Lil, Evangeline Lilly, and uh, they just have Newton as the last name. Oh, and Jonathan Majors apparently is going to send a video as Kang. Ooh, so I don't know oh, how he's involved in this one. Yeah, I always like how they pair people up, and I want to see how they interact. Yeah. I liked his character a lot in Loki. There were a lot of things to maybe like or dislike about Loki, but I thought he was like one of the best parts of that show. 
How do you feel about Loki again? I don't. I remember not liking the series. I'm not sure how I felt about Kang, but we got so little of him. I'm I like you know. I, I don't really have enough material to pass judgment yet. I despise Loki. That's actually yeah. the one. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't like any of these shows at this point. The only one I really truly liked was WandaVision. Yeah. Because like Falcon Winter Soldier was really good, and then the last episode it was just like you need to do better. You know what I mean? Like that was yeah. the that was the overall message, and then like. I didn't even watch Hawkeye because that one was so all and Loki was like the final straw. I was like, <sighs> I can't do this anymore. Yeah, there were uh, things I liked about Loki, but yeah, they, it was definitely oh, there were definitely things to dislike. But I feel like Jonathan Major's character was like, I want to see more of this. If there's anything good that came out of it, I feel like it was that. Mm. There was so much better points in Loki than like Hawkeye and everything. Like it was not. It's, it's not despisable. Okay. The one so, defector over here is so, like, let's just be clear about something. Yeah, I think Loki had high highs and low lows. Whereas I really liked Hawkeye because it was consistent. It was a small stakes story, and it was like fun. It was good the whole time. It wasn't the best, but it was like right down the middle the whole time. When Loki was bad, it was bad, and it was bad a lot. Anyway, um, so this is a weird one. Wonder Man. I can't wait. I don't know anything Apparently about it. Wonder but I'm Man will be uh, announced with Henry Golding as Simon Williams. I hope it's just got Gal Gadot an in, interesting, in drag. An interesting <laughs> detail is that Evan Peters uh, supposedly is returning as Ralph Boner. Oh, shit. But will have a new name and will likely be a side character wait, in the show. He's returning as Ralph Boner, but with a different name. Yeah. His name, his new name is Rick Sausage. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> yeah, we're hanging low into the left today. Anyway, um, and then fire this. This is what I've been waiting for. Oh, hold on. There you go. Daredevil, the man without fear, will be announced. With Charlie Cox starring alongside uh, Isaiah Gonzalez for Electra or Isaiah Gonzalez for Electra. I think people really love this one. They do like this one. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I I mean, we I think we all watched Daredevil the first season together in college. And then um, so this is like going back to that. Yeah. From Netflix. Well, they brought, they bought all the shows before. Like, I don't know yeah. if you knew that, but they like, and then they threw them away. Here's a, here's a Spider-Man cameo. Yeah. <laughs> um, they bought all of the TV shows. They put them on Disney plus. So obviously they are establishing them as Canon. They didn't edit any of them. So I don't know if this will be a show. I really want daredevil to have his own movie though. Yeah, we'll see. I would like that. I think it would be good, especially with Charlie Cox. He deserves it. And they're going to bring Ben Affleck back. I fucking hope so. That would be so <laughs> sick. All right. That was the end of the list. So I don't know if you guys are you guys are excited now for next weekend because we're going to be covering it. I, I think it's going to be cool. I'm looking forward to the, the. That's the thing. Like we were talking about. I don't care if you throw a lot of content at me. Just make it good. Yeah. If it's all good all the time, that's like. That's that, all we can that, really yeah, hope for. That's really can all you hope for. Everything else, though, you know. But really, they've been striking out with a lot of the TV shows. Yeah? You think they struck out with this next TV show, though, Miss Marvel? Uh, this is one of my favorites in, in all of the Marvel 
So Disney. I just want to say I appreciate Pat's segues this whole time. I I notice what you're doing. Yeah. And, oh, and I appreciate. Thank you. you. Wow. Thank you. Because I have some pieces of shits on this show. We got a peanut gallery over every here. Every You've been doing well. Every Pat. single segue that is like obviously meant to be like a monsters trailer segue. Like it yeah. meant it's meant to be shitty. You know that type of vibe. Uh, it's just like all right, that was like. Four out of five for that one, or it's like, come on, you could do like while we're recording the show, these guys are like holding up fucking scorecards. Pat, this is the reason you're getting better is because we give you those ratings. But who you guys aren't the Segway guys. Like you Hey, what about no, the we, if we the had critics. a guy who wrote segways gallery. for ten years giving me scorecards right. and be like, All right, bro, you like you obviously know. Yeah. But not but not, you know not these guys. I, yeah. I thought my army hammer segue was pretty good. Uh, yeah, it it was. But then what was the other one you did? <laughs> that wasn't a segue. That was just a <laughs> that was a random thought oh, that I had. My, uh, yeah, but you started with Michael like, Jackson. Mike yeah, Mike Jackson. But, Jackson. But you started it with you know what's a good segue? No, like, no. I did not say it was a good segue. I was like, Hey, how about this for a segue? Way. Hey, so the same so thing the that same Pat thing. just said. Okay, got it, got it. Thank you, everyone. No, no, no. You said I said it was good. I said it was just a segue. You know what's good? Miss I Marvel. said it would be interesting. He did it again. He did it again. Let's see me do it again. Shut the fuck up, bitch. So, um, yeah, so we're just going to do spoilers on this because <laughs> everyone who's watched it is going to watch it. Like, uh, or who has, who was going to watch it is going to watch it. Um, so when this show first started, you can go back and watch the first episode. It wasn't like, or you can go back and watch the, the episode we did where we talked about the premiere. It's not that I didn't like it. It's just that it was obviously marketed towards a younger demographic and I'm not going to shit on a show for kids. I wasn't, (laughs) I'm sorry. I'll shit on a show that grown men make for other grown men. But not something that's clearly not for me. So, like, you love the rise of Gru. Oh, it's fucking great. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, get some gentle minions up in here. So, um, that being said, at episode four, things really turned around. Like, the story and the characters got very compelling. The family dynamic was interesting, and I. Obviously, the tender moments between mother and daughter and generation, like, I get that's a central core to the story, but I was more interested in, like, the powers and the bangle and all that. But then you realize that that is intrinsically tied to the nature of family with this story. You know what I mean? Like, that's how it all plays out. There's a lot of echoes throughout the whole thing. Yes. A lot of things are all tied. (laughs) One would say... It rhymes. <laughs> Man, he was right the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know. No, it's okay. You just <laughs> go back and watch 78 episodes. You'll get it. It's somewhere in there. Okay. <laughs> so, um, or, or, now listen, I'm not going to deny that this shot looks and feels like a Disney Channel original series. It, I feel like I'm watching Lizzie McGuire again. Maybe that was the intent. I feel like it was. So, you know, as far as that is concerned, like they, they knocked it out of the park with that one, but it, it, it does look like the color palette and the, the shot choice, like even the way the lighting is, looks so much different than every other Disney plus Marvel show. That's, that's why I liked it. It, it was yeah. different. It was like, it's a, its own thing. It wasn't trying to do what every other Marvel property is trying to do. Right. It was unique and I loved it. It had a very liberal take on what Jersey city looks like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Did Where, not it did not look like uh, fucking Baldwin Heights. Yeah, it's weird. I listened to the Baldwin <laughs> Heights record and I was like, huh, this isn't yeah. what they said it was at all. You gotta make it look a little nice. I've, I've walked around, I've walked around Jersey City and lived there for several years. Ain't none of that was shot in Jersey City. <laughs> you know what's funny about this is that we have two sets of people. Well, at the time we had two people from Jersey City on the show talking about um how proud they were that this was in Jersey City. And at the time, I think, well, Mike, you had lived there for what, four years at that point? Yeah, about. Danny had been there for like a year and a half. I was just like, what are you talking about? Like, first of all, that's this is a horrible representation of Jersey City. <laughs> People are going to go here and be like, look at how beautiful this place that's like, is. That's like uh, when they call the, you know, Greenland, Greenland. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, let's have more tourism to Jersey City. You got to get through the 13 feet of ice first. <laughs> then you'll see some green. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think. Part of the reason that it's so like different and fresh and and all that stuff is because like the people that made it are not like you know the same cookie cutter people that have made other shows you know like they purposefully went out of their way to like hire directors and writers and things like that that are you know have that unique perspective and like are like you know children of of immigrants and things like that you know what is that diversity like in like will automatically kind of tell a different story and that so I will I, I will tell you this I it was it was nice to see a new perspective. You know what I mean? And those yeah. last three episodes, because ultimately what the story is about, regardless if you take the powers out of it and the whole Marvel angle is that this is a story about it, uh, an immigrant family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like over generations leaving their home for set, re- whatever reason and yeah. coming to America and trying to be a part of their customs while also not losing their traditional culture, you know? Yeah. Like, identity. Exactly. It's about identity. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when you listen to um, Sana Aminat, I think her name is, that created the character in the mm-hmm. comics and then, like, is the director and everything. She's, like, talking about that. Like, we're talking about, like, how these things kind of echo. Like, there's a lot of echoes throughout the story. Yeah. So, you know, Kamala Khan and, and, and her whole family, you know, are talking about these, like, struggles with identity and, and like, you know, being exiled or, you know, coming yeah. to a new country. And, and, you know, the creator of, of Kamala Khan and, and the directors are also, a lot of them are also, like, you know, children of immigrants and yeah. have also had these experiences where they're, like, struggling with identity. Like, am I, you know, am I New, Jer- am I New Jerseyan or am I, you know, Pakistani? Or yeah, who am now I really, what's, you know? what's the very controversial quote? Well, it was controversial for a certain set of, I don't know. Uh, some people were mad. Some people were very happy. The quote, I believe, was in the first or second episode it was my passport says my passport says pakistan but my roots are in india i think is what the quote was that her grandmother said yeah but the mother also said it too in the beginning of the series so that makes a lot of sense that it's clear that they're struggling with their identity the entire show and that generational trauma obviously transfers because now um it's kamala right Mm because i think her mom calls her is it does she call her kamala or Kamala. Yeah, they Kamala. go back and forth, though, yeah. right? Yeah. You know? Pronounce it differently. Yeah, either way, though. It's like, you know, uh, your mom's going to say Kamala, but then, like, you know, you grew up in, in, like, New Jersey, so, like, you're going to say coffee and all that shit. Yeah, you're going to talk like an absolute idiot. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So, um, but I know that, um, but you see, you see that same identity struggle, but it's from the angle of the superhero. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where she's like, well, now who am I supposed to be now that I have these powers? And I, yeah. and I, like I said, I appreciate that they put that, they tie that so intrinsically to the family stuff, you know, yeah. 
and, and I, the family's great too. I mean, the, the family those, is great. They those they did grow on me. With the moments when they're being a fan, like they felt like a real family the whole time. It didn't other shows where you know you have family elements and it's like. You know, they did a good enough job, but this felt legitimately like a unit. Yeah. yeah. I had to look up the term beta. <laughs> oh, beta? Yeah. 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 It's just like it's an not beta like you like. think. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, that's what I did. I was like, what's going on here? I was like, yeah. So I looked it up and uh, it's a term for, you know, obviously it's, I think it's more for sons is like the, the, the yeah, familiar just term. Like your children. Yeah. And, but you can use it in general, actually more. Yeah. Um, I, I call my I sons think. betas all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I call my sons betas because they can't get their shit together. Yeah, but I think part of the reason why, you know, you're saying that it feels so like, you know, like the family dynamic feels real, like realer than other shows, I think is because like the show has such an authenticity to it that I think is so hard to capture or hasn't been captured about Mm -hmm. like South Asian families and like most other shows or or movies Mm -hmm. because they have people that like actually lived you know, these experiences that are the ones like writing and directing it and stuff like that. You right. Know? Yeah, so they're right. like, Oh, like, you know, even just like throwing in that word, like beta here and there and stuff like that. Like yeah. that's like real, you know? So yeah. the other thing I noticed is that there's a slight color palette change before when they go to Pakistan to when they come back to Jersey and the mother I noticed says that she, she moved half of half the world away, not to get away from her, but just cause she was trying to find herself or something like that. And it kind of realized, it kind of dawned on me that maybe the color palettes are different because Jersey City seems like such a better, like less op- like repressive and oppressive place, perhaps than living under her mother. That maybe you're seeing it from their perspective. You know what oh, I mean? Interesting thought. Like you know what I'm saying? That like I I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah. I like that could have been a subconscious creative choice. But I did feel like when they went back to when they went to Pakistan and you know they were back with the grandmother and the mother had run, run away. It, it just didn't look like they painted Pakistan in the same light as they did Jersey city. Right. And that might've had something to do with the storytelling. It's what I'm trying to say, you know? Yeah. Sure. No, I'm not trying to be like, yeah, no, nah, it was fucking dirty, bro. Why would you want to stay there? You know what I mean? Cause it's easy <laughs> to say that, but that's really not what I'm trying to say. I hear you. Um, yeah. that being said, I think this could have been a movie. I mean, I feel like not you can say that about every, every, Marvel TV show um, so far is like, well, more, did they just chop up movies? You know, in the later ones, yeah, in the some of the more recent ones for sure. But I think like WandaVision was great as eight. Yeah, maybe that's like an exception episodes. in a lot of ways. Yeah, but, but like, I'm Winter, uh, not Winter Soldier. Um, Moon Knight for sure could have been a movie. Yeah, uh, where I, I think I think this one definitely would have done. This one serves better as a like an episodic television because if you're looking at it from like a movie perspective, one of my criticisms that I did have about it was just like kind of like the conflict, like while there was multiple things of right. conflict, you didn't have like that one big enemy. You kind of had a group of them, but it wasn't yeah. like there was no central as weighty as it should have been. Like it couldn't like a movie wouldn't have held that because it would have been like, well, like what happened almost. I also feel like this featured so much around everything with the like the culture and the coming of age and the self identity of everything. That really backed a lot of it that worked well in episodes, not as a movie format. Mike's always gotta have a villain. You didn't think that the how do you say cl- clandestines? Yeah, clandestines were were like Najima specifically was kind of a more core villain. I th- I just think I, it's they kind of rushed everything at the end. It feels like old school Marvel, where yes. everything is about the hero and who the hero surrounds himself with, and the enemy is a reflection of what the hero could be if they use their powers to not help other people. 
that's kind of where I'm at because their whole thing was getting back to their dimension, even if it destroys ours. So like, that's kind of like the selfish versus the selfless. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause she also had a bangle, right? That's kind of the, the, the deal, right? Well, there's two, but I don't think she had it. Yeah. No, I thought the she whole thing the was same powers. She, yeah. Yeah. But she had another, but one, like there's two bangles. Miss Marvel's got one. I don't think they showed the second one. No, 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 Pat. So the the way it happened was they were like, there are two bangles. They were like, oh, the British probably got one of these, you know, years ago. Oh. Uh, Yo, they the great grandma found it, took it, and hit it when she went and like hit off and then passed it down to her generation. So that's why they needed that bangle to get back. Yo, there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of talk of British colonialism in this show. Yeah. I a think, surprising amount for Marvel and for I think Disney. That's, that's like, Oh what, yeah. What was like, so like, that's part of the authenticity to me, you know? And I feel like that's like what was so important about it because they talk about partition and things like that. And like, it's really true. Like every like Brown family has a story about partition, you know? And like Sarah's like has her story about her grandparents and, and how they like survived partition and things. And like, you know, representation perspective. Like, I feel like that's so like it yeah. speaks to a lot of people that it's they more are than just having a face on the screen. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? You're depicting the actual historical events that lead up to that context. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I feel like it was so powerful. You know what I mean? And I feel like it also is, it, it's not just like throwing in this story about like brown people just to kind of throw it in there. It also like is echoing in like the actual superhero side of the story because you know, you're talking about partition. You're talking about like people trying to find like kind of being exiled from, from their homes and trying to make their way back or find a community or something like that. And like, that's what's happening to the clandestines or however you pronounce it too. Like yeah. It's like a weird, uh, it's a weird mirror from or something. Like the other yeah. side. And like, they're trying to find their way back home and it's like, they're, they're doing it in the superhero side and it's like echoed in also like the, the, the real life too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, the only thing I wish about the villains was that they were, it was more than just like, um, like they, like I just, I just wanted some they, a, little, a little juicier. They you know? felt very hollow. Yeah, and it was they. Yeah, hundred percent. They rushed through that storyline, um, where to me, I think let's say that the the show was eight, nine, ten episodes. They could have sprinkled in all the flashback stuff with, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, what was the grandmother's name, um, or Sana. I guess the great great grandmother's name, Aisha. 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 I would have loved if the Aisha storyline was peppered in here and yeah, there before sure. the like you get to the last two episodes and it's all just thrown at you. Yeah, and then and that I, way they could have worked the clandestines the main, in sooner. Yeah. So that that fifth episode when that one lady touches the the lightning bolt or whatever, and she turns into crystals and then turns into like yeah. a skeletal. I was like, whoa! I was not expecting yeah. that. And then the main villain, I don't ho- know her name, but God, she looks exactly like animated Jafar. I could not get it out of. She was in Orange is the New Black too. Oh, really? Like I, I can't remember. I'm thinking yeah. about it. It was so funny, but when she touched the lightning, she's like, "I could close it." And touches, and then she becomes crystals, and then yeah. uh, I was and you're like, like, "Oh yeah, this is a TV uh, show." Yeah, yeah, I was like, "Wait a minute." So why didn't the last one close it? And then you're like, "Oh, because." They this is they have to do this because they can't afford another way to do this. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh right, yeah. They and use the that's the thing. other thing too. The CG towards the last two episodes, whoo! It was like sci-fi original movie. It felt, this was yeah. They definitely felt like bad the last for couple. They were like, we got no time left. To yeah. Finish. Did you notice the part? I think it was in. It was either five or six. I think it was in six. 
So it was like uh, Kamala's mom shows up and there's the uh, red mask dude is up on like a balcony. Yeah. And she's like, hold on, I'll be right back. And rather than showing her, go, like, just, they just cut away and mom looks up. It's like they had no time or yeah. no budget left to do this. Yeah, and they do it in the reflection of the glasses or the eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. It's a fun way to get around it. But I remember thinking... They either don't yeah. have footage for this, or they don't want to pay for this. I know. I saw this like the skull, and I was like, "Oh god!" Ooh. And then, like, at <laughs> I the did. End, I did really like the SFX around when they incorporated like the text messages and like the yeah. kind of yeah. background communication yeah. was, into actual scenery. I thought that looked amazing. And I was watching some interviews that was like one of my favorite parts. The directors and they were talking about how that was something that they like really wanted to incorporate because they said that they were super inspired by Spider Verse. Oh, um, cool. And they were like, all right, we, we're going to put together a whole presentation. We're going to pitch it to Kevin Feige, and we're going to see if he likes it. And, and apparently he did. But yeah, I also like that a lot, too. And I also feel like that kind of played into like the, the coming-of-age story and her kind of, you know, her vibe. <laughs> so her powers at the end kind of made her look like this, no? Uh, Go ahead and switch over. Look at those hands and those legs. You know what I mean? What, <laughs> come on, I'm not lying right now. What is, yeah. what is this? Less what wet. This is um God, what's his name? This is Chaos from <laughs> like the Green One. I like the green yeah, one. this is this is Chaos from from uh, <laughs> from Sonic Adventure. I just yeah. you don't remember how when she um she gets stretchy. That's yeah, the very last she gets. Episode. Yeah, but yeah. Remember, there's one part where she raises her hands and gives a peace sign. Yes. I remember. I was like. Oh, like it was just like it, it's like seeing the alien wave at you. You know, yeah. you're really like, oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Her hands look exactly <laughs> like this. And so did her feet. I think it's cool. Like, remember, a lot of people were complaining about the oh, her powers aren't, you know, with the powers that Miss Marvel has. I think it's cool that they blended this new style, you know, her new powers with the stretchy kind of Mr. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, thing. should we talk about? What happened at the end now? I guess we could. Is there anything else anyone wants to bring up? Any particular moments they want to talk about before we get to the ending? No, I was just... The other thing I was just going to say was, like, I think, you know, we we were talking a little bit about how, like, why do they always have to force everything into, like, six episodes and things like that? And I feel like this is, like, Miss Marvel is such a good example of, like, why that shit, like, fucks things up. Yeah. You know? Because, like, I agree, like, damage control, you know, and, like, if, if they're, like, a quote-unquote villain and also, like, the clandestines, like... They could have totally explored the the villain arc so much more if they just gave them time. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it feels like I kind of feel like the 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 directors and everyone were kind of they felt like they had so much on their shoulders to tell a story from like a perspective of people that don't often get their stories told. So they wanted to talk about partition and they wanted to talk about like, you know, multi-generational trauma and yeah. they wanted to like, you know, go to Karachi and like film in these places. And they also wanted to talk about superheroes and Jersey City. And then they also had to fit in bad guys. So it's like too much. It's like so much weight on your shoulders to like tell mm -hmm. these stories when you yeah. have such a platform and that you don't usually get. That's kind of the, the way I kind of describe it is like old school Marvel where it's like, man, this is a beautiful beach. They got cheap free drink or they got good free drinks. The sun is shining. There's a nice breeze. Everything's awesome. And then you get to the water and it's just not that deep. You know what I mean? It's just really not that deep. And yeah. that's my problem is I feel like if they had more time, we could have really For dug sure. into the villains. We could have yeah. really dug into the powers. Did you guys feel that like damage control was cartoonishly racist? Yes. Because it was yes. like, I, I think like, it, you know, displaying. Don't get me wrong. That shit definitely happens. But it don't happen like that. It was poorly <laughs> written in, yes. in a way where it was like, it'd be nice if they showed it subtly throughout. 
you know, like the this systemic racism, but they were they were like cartoon villains the whole yeah. time. And I think it, it felt it it yeah. felt like literally like post nine eleven, like yeah. that kind of like yeah. sentiment where the one chick was like, "Oh, I, I I guess it's Latinx now," and you know, it's like you don't have to hammer that shit in to just show that you're a bad you know Which racist it person. Was, it was so weird that they took that angle though too. You know what I mean? Like it's just like it, it's it's just like. We already know that the system is racist. You just had to use the system. You know what I yeah. mean? They would have, like we would have gotten it. You know what I mean? I and almost even, feel like it's like a callback to like they're kind of flipping the script on all those movies from post nine eleven, where it was like very obviously over the top, like yeah. racist portrayals yeah. of you know Muslim people as terrorists and things like that. It's like a flipping the script of like, well, here's like a very over the top. Like, it's fucked depiction, up. To, it's you know? fucked up to say. Like we could do it, it back in a kind of almost like tongue in cheek way. Yeah, yeah that's a good it's, point. it's kind of fucked up to say, but it's almost like I don't want to say like what's in like it's hard. It's in horrible taste. Like as far as like cartoon racism go versus like real rate. Like that's all in horrible taste. Like that all sets a bad barrier. That's why my whole thing was just like. You could have just used the system and just by, I think her friend is Nakia, just by her saying like a mosque in Jersey City, you think that's going to go ease. Like that would have painted the whole picture. Oh, oh, of course these guys are fucking racist. But the fact that they came in there and like, like, should I take off my shoes? You know, like that was like, all right, like I get it. But no, that is a good point. You know what I mean? It could have been like intentionally over the top to like, you know. Like Jojo Flip Rabbit. The script. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been like Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> and I, that also I think plays we also into have like to, if we, we have also more have to pay attention to like us being in the Northeast and being in that kind of like bubble and perspective. It's a lot more prevalent. But if you know you're somebody in, you know bubble wherever fuck else Alabama. I was I didn't I didn't want to just target the yeah, south. Go ahead. Yeah, fuck it. If you're in one of these red kind of states thing. and you're like, hey, just got done with my first date from my cousin. Gonna put on this episode of Miss Marvel. You're like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> you got to build Damn, them up. Oh, so, see, so the shoes, see. I get it. Damn, these cops in Jersey City are racist. <laughs> I think it's one of those cops th- around here aren't like that. Well, who don't take their shoes off when they go inside somewhere? It just only makes sense. <laughs> I ain't tracking the mud at home. <laughs> The one other thing that I wanted to point out was I thought all of the actors were incredible. Yes. The only the mother, especially. The mother was really was good. Really good. And <laughs> she's off like that. Like I've met you know how many brown aunties I've met that's literally like that. Yeah, okay. Like it was amazing. I have only met a handful, but they were all her. They yeah. were hundred percent her. I thought the dad was awesome. It's hilarious. The dad, classic the dad was fantastic. He's like got that classic brown dad nerd energy about him, you know. <laughs> And then when he went, to the, he went to the store, I feel like he, he, he was, yeah, little, he was a little, a little nerdy, but also yeah. that makes sense, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I, all of the actors yeah, were and, fantastic. And Iman, apparently that was like her first real acting gig too. She's great. She like never acted before. This that. is the highest rated Marvel property in existence. This high, this, it's got now an listen, on IGN. I personally, <laughs> I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that, but I would see why. I mean, it's still great, but I don't think this is better than Civil War or Black Panther You're t- or wait, like the original. Of Marvel. all of the, of pro- all of them, it has a ninety-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I, you can't, you can't like compare that. Yeah, you can't like apples and oranges. All of a sudden, we like, oh, we compare all these all the time. All of a sudden, not not for Miss Marvel. We don't compare no more. Well, I think there's a lot of Marvel things you can't compare. Civil War. I think there's a lot of Marvel things you can't compare, and I think they do that intentionally because, like, when you release, like, how many Marvel movies and TV shows have been released so far? It's like we're coming up on thirty. Like, you have to, like, they know that they have to make them different 
so that people aren't like, well, this, why would I watch this? This is the same thing over and over again. Yeah, and so I it's feel like, like they that was purposefully phase make problem. it different. So like yeah. you can't compare them. You yeah, know? Well, some of them at least. No, that makes sense. I would rate this in the top three of Marvel's TV shows. What's the company? I don't know. I just know that this isn't my <laughs> Loki. top three. Loki, yeah. No, I might even put... If I, I were to do I top three Marvel TV Loki shows... Loki was one of my most disappointing shows. Um, I, I might even put Hawkeye in my top three. That's amazing. I just can't get over that. Jeremy, Ren- you should get on the Jeremy there. Renner app and let him That's know. That's true, yeah, I should. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his own... I heard about yeah. Um, The... Uh, if I were to choose top three, I would say this is my number two. WandaVision still number one. One, yeah, yeah, there obviously. And um, three. If I had to drag one of the corpses up and put it in there, like hanging on the wall, it would probably be Moon Knight. That's my exact rating, Pat. Yeah. I liked Moon Knight just for Oscar Isaac. That's yeah. exactly why yeah. we liked it. There, there was a lot of problems with good. like the. There were a lot of other problems that maybe he didn't contribute to, but like the fact that he just straight up played two characters the whole time and like killed it is yeah. like yeah. Know. And the other thing too is like that was a show that had such a strong start and then like and it then just fucking petered right floundered. out. Yeah. I feel like that's whereas that seems I feel to be like the, the case the with a lot of them. Here. No, no, no. The opposite I think happened here. I felt in the beginning I was just like, oh, come I, on. well, that's where I disagree. And then when I got to the third episode, I was like, I mean, the fourth episode, I was like. This is a totally different television show. Yeah. This is fucking great. I mean, it just for me, it's like they rushed to to wrap everything up at the end with the clandestines and damage control. Yeah. And but I, know, I like, still don't think that was their fault, though. You know, I think it's like Marvel is like putting a stranglehold on these things. No, it's like it has to be. I'm six saying episodes, in general, know? the fact that there are six episodes shows every single one of them has rushed to wrap it up. Not just the show, and you know, oh, yeah, yeah. Just like every all, all single Marvel, Marvel show, show yeah. has hit a wall and like we got to we got to finish somehow right now it makes sense yeah so i do have some stuff here for the ending so what's this whole thing about gins and bangles and then all of a sudden we're a mutant yeah so so is that like confirmed yes she's a mutant because the, the the creator of the character herself said i always wanted uh, Miss Marvel. Where did, where did it say but then I heard mutant. so like at the very end. At the very Bruno end, is like there's something different about your genes because oh, your brother was, that was asking. Because the you bangle only, the enhanced. bangle only um, focused her powers. Focused her powers where she has inherent powers. Yeah, and, and then they played they the fucking '90s X-Men music. That oh, I didn't even know. That's twice they've done that in live-action Marvel properties in four months. Damn. What was the other one? Multiverse of Madness. Multiverse of Madness. When, oh, uh, Multiverse um, of Patrick Madness. Stewart rolled out on the Lamborghini yeah. of wheelchairs. This is a tangent, but did you see that like meme on the internet of like him in that Lamborghini thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course I did. It's like, you know, fucking grinding the rich. shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it was also like they just wanted to explain why her brother doesn't have powers if it's like in the family, you know? Like, yeah. I was kind of explaining that. But like, I think you were saying like they always wanted her to be a mutant. Yeah, the original. Or was it something creator. like they didn't have the rights to it or something like that? I don't so know. So she how... was an inhuman or something? Yeah, it's something like that. It had to be a legal issue for sure. Yeah. But th- one of the other problems was that, um, but now that she's in the MCU and Feige's allowed to do whatever he wants, he just made her a mutant and. Whatever, man. If people don't like yeah. that, it's not my problem. I mean, that's kind of <laughs> cool. Like, if that's what they always intended, but they were never allowed to, it's kind of cool that it must feel full circle for them to like be able to do what they finally wanted to do all those years ago. You know, make her. Yeah. Movie, you know. Um, what's the deal with the post credit scene? What happened? I forget. She what, just what sneezed happened? into Brie Larson. So, so, yeah, yeah, she did. So she, did the, she... she did the thing where it was like she gets teleported because of her bracelet, but right. this time she gets like flipped out and switched with Brie Larson. 
I guess for whatever we'll see reason in the Marvels. So the the Bengals, right? I was reading. I don't. I'm not. I'm not super up on my lore here on the comic books. And right. stuff, Everything was, you say from this point on is now law. So you know, just, you better be right. <laughs> so in the comic books, Marvel had a sidekick whose name I forget, but he had these two bangles that would like basically like. Well, he had one bangle, and Marvel had the other bangle, and they mm. would use it to like switch places. Like that was like the power of the Bengals, so they could. They like, would do you know, a Freaky Friday. Yeah, they would do a Freaky Friday. Not no, actually not a Freaky Friday because like their bodies. It's weird would how also that comes switch. up a lot. Do you remember the original Freaky Friday joke? <laughs> no, I don't. I'll remind you after the show. And oh, it switches its place with somebody at Woods Theater. That's your that's your clue. I don't. Know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Joey Afatado. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't him. It wasn't him. Um, so yeah, what I think that they're setting that up to be is like those bangles again, like where Captain Marvel has the other bangle. And is able to switch places with uh, with Miss Marvel, and that's what happened in the in the post credit scene. And I think what they were talking about from the comic books is like the one person gets pulled into like you know the real world, and the other person gets pulled into like I forget what it was called in the comic books, like the negative void or something like that. Negative zone, which I think might be like on the other side of the veil, like where the clandestines are from. Oh, so shit. Oh. she might have been pulled into their world, and Bree is now in her world, and they're gonna. Where'd she get the bangles. bangle though? I, I mean, I guess Bree's been out here. <laughs> Bree's been doing whatever Bree's been doing since, you know, so we last saw her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. She went to some other, you know, Earth they like stole 808. It first. And, and, yeah, yeah and, well, yeah. That's, that's, in the museum, that's Killmonger's uh, moniker, right? It's just like, yeah, I'm going to take it back. They're like, what? Yeah, you stole this first. I'm but it's take Brie it Larson in the match. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think we might see the second bangle with Brie Larson. But... What about Monica Rambeau? What about her? She's in the Marvels too. Yeah. Where does she get a bangle? I don't know. I don't think she I has guess a bangle. We'll have to see it. Yeah, yeah but she's. I think, the, I think y'all the Marvels is supposed to be um, Monica, Kamala, and um, uh, Brie Larson. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Carol Danvers. There we go. Yeah. Carol Baskins. Carol Baskins. <laughs> Dude, actually, that would be great. <laughs> Carol's got the other bangle. Let's get her. <laughs> What's up, all you cats like and fighting kittens? Fighting off tigers. <laughs> Dude, Quick to the septic tank. Anyway, Joe, um, Joe Exotic is the villain. No, he's the hero of that story. <laughs> he's the Tiger King. Regardless of the fact of how he treats people. Anyway, um, <laughs> what are we looking for for the future, though? Like, what's like? What do you guys think? Like, obviously, the three of them are going to team up. I don't know if you guys are familiar with her work. Nia DaCosta. She's directing the Marvels. Uh, she worked with Jordan Peele. Uh, they wrote, they wrote together, produced, and she directed the newest Candyman movie. Uh, did you see that? Nope. Did you see it? Mm-mm. Absolutely excellent. You guys should definitely out check that it week. out. It's another movie that talks about a lot of uh, racism and systemic issues, but also um, wraps it in the Candyman lore so intrinsically that I don't think that they could have done a better. Like I, just me talking about it now, I'm like, is that movie? Streaming somewhere because I got to watch that movie again. <laughs> it's really good. Um, but yeah, that maybe hopefully, you know, in the in this new movie, like obviously, I think they're still gonna. I'm hoping they carry that tone of me of putting on uh, diversity, but also showing the context of that diversity. You know what I mean? I don't want this to get lost because I feel like that's what was so special about this. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if like the movie is gonna you know, lean so much into this authentic depiction of, you know, 
of of Kamala and all these things because it's not only about her anymore, you know? Yeah, and the star of the show is Captain Marvel for yeah, sure. Yeah, like at that for point. sure. So it might like, you know, I think maybe I, I'm not going into it hoping like representation, identity, all these things maybe as much, you know, because I don't, I don't think that they're maybe going to, like she's just a sub character at best, you yeah. know, at this point. But Red Daggers, you know, actually like seeing more about them and oh, seeing maybe, more yeah. about they like cool. they were cool. What's happening with uh, um, Kamran? You know, mm-hmm. oh, because yeah. we thought that Sarah and I, when we were watching it, we thought, is this his villain origin story? Oh, maybe, you know? yeah. So, and I don't think. I mean, I, I think they kind of played it off like, no, maybe he, maybe there's still hope for him, but. You know, he could. It seems like he's the type of guy that could easily become bad guy. Still, you know <laughs> I mean, what I mean. He's got bad, like, yeah, bad, he's guy, got bad guy vibes. All you know? over him. I would so. love to see. I w- I was thinking about that too. Um, I'm glad you brought that up because I I would love to just see him become a red dagger and just see him get you know do his own adventure. I don't want to see him be a bad guy. I'd love to see him as a just like a almost like a vigilante good guy. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, that like the red daggers are something that they like introduced that like definitely needs to be like fleshed out a little bit more. And like they were talking about how there's a lot more of them, you know. Um, and I would love to actually see like the world on the other side of the veil, you know. Yeah. If we think that that's where Kamala like you know teleported to, I guess we might be able to see that in the next movie, you know, if that's where she is right now. Yeah, hopefully. Well, we're just gonna wait. Have to wait till the Marvels comes out. Let me just look up. The Marvel's release date. I think it's is July. I think it's July, July twenty of next year. Yeah, July twenty eighth, twenty twenty three. So we'll just have I to wait a gonna, full year. I uh, know. I wonder if they're going to do anything with like the. Um, <laughs> you'll Annihilation be back, right? You'll Marvel be back. Yeah. What? what would you say, Mike? Uh, I said I wonder if they're going to do anything with like the Annihilation event stuff, with like the Negative Zone and what is his name, like Annihilus or something, or Natalie like Portman as the next in Annihilation, not Natalie Portman. It's the next big villain, dude. Oh, um, yes. I feel uh, everything to me looks like Secret Wars right now. Secret Wars and Kang is what is what it looks like to me right now. I don't I don't think they're going to go that way. I mean, they might be setting it up. Who knows? I mean, Doctor Strange is going to that dark dimension with Charlie Theron. So I don't care about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was the biggest. I don't know if this is maybe too dramatic of me to say, but that was the biggest Marvel disappointment I've ever. Have seen you heard movie. him? This man curses out Mickey Mouse every time he's brought up. And not just like, ah, to hell with Mickey Mouse. It's like, fuck Mickey Mouse. He can suck my wang. He's the worst. I hate him. Get the fuck like. So no, nothing you say is too dramatic on this show. Yeah, I was. I mean, I know we're not talking about Multiverse of Madness, but mm-hmm. on a small tangent, that was like one of the most disappointing Marvel movies. I'm I've trying ever seen. to. I, I don't really. Even, yeah, I was so disappointed. The whole wow. movie itself? The whole movie, the, wow. the entire wow. thing. I didn't. It's so weird. I feel maybe, like maybe not the very beginning, like they when they were setting things up. Like I was like, oh, this could go in a good direction, but like towards like you know the second act and then onward, I was like, no, this is that's that's crazy because out of the two newest ones, out of out of the two ones that we got this year, Thor and Doctor Strange, I think Doctor Strange is like one of their best, one of their best in Phase Four, whereas Thor, I think is. Easily one of the worst. I ones. didn't see Thor yet. Well, what do we have? So, I gotta uh, watch it. In Phase Four, it's Thor, Multiverse of Madness, Eternals, uh, Black Widow. Does that count? Yes, that's the first one in Phase Four. Which uh, I mean, it's retroactively. No, it's Phase Four. It's Phase Four, but it took place in Phase Two. <laughs> no, that was Phase Three. Phase, it took whatever, place in yeah. phase three. Uh, that was also Shang-Chi like yeah, Shang Chi was excellent. Shang Chi is like, like excellent. Spider Man's excellent. Um. Shang Chi is excellent. Spider Man's <laughs> excellent. Eternals uh, was garbage. Eternals was garbo. Um, Thor was, Thor kind was of 
aggressively mid. I thought Multiverse of Madness was good. I, I, just, I, I ranked it pretty high. Yeah, I, I'm, John, wait, so what were you saying? Like, what happened at the end? Where did they go? In, in Multiverse of Madness? Yeah. What, what, how does it end? I don't remember they what you're talking about. They go to the altar about. and they fight Scarlet Witch. Are you talking about the post credit scene with Charlie's Throne? Yeah. What, oh, yeah. They go to the that? dark dimension. That's like she just like shows up on the streets of New York randomly. I mean, this isn't the she reason cut, I don't like she it. Cuts oh, a hole, yeah. She cuts a yeah. hole in the air. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. let me be clear. This isn't why I hate this movie. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, oh. that, that, that's not enough of a scene to hate a movie because nothing really happened. I thought but, you were like, that was terrible. It would but make everything sense. else that happened in the movie I didn't like. It would make sense if two different cultures referred to the same place differently. You know what I mean? Oh, so, from what she called it? Yeah. I, oh, you're saying that you think that's the same place. That's, that's what the, I'm saying. There's oh. no reason to set up two when you've already set up one. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, like, right. it would confuse it the audience. It kind of looked the same. That's almost. what I'm saying. Like, I think it's the same thing. And yeah, maybe they'll sense. run into each other. That makes sense. You know? Like, Studio yeah. 54 for superheroes or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, one out of ten. One out of five. Remember, we're doing one out of five uh, now. I don't like this one out of five. It makes way more sense, dude. Yeah, but I like ten. It's 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 one is Garbo, two is bad, three is average, four is good, five is great. Okay. So Miss Marvel, one out of five. Do we do halves around here? <sighs> See, th- well then it just makes sense to put do it out of ten. Yeah, because then because then you like, might as well just do. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, it, See, these numbers are arbitrary and they really change by the week. So yeah. <laughs> I don't think good or great describes this because it's like not the best thing I've ever seen, but it's also like good is a not good enough word for it. It can be great, but not phenomenal. So what is phenomenal? Six. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Start with somebody else. Go just listen. John, what do you think? Rate it if, however you if want. If we're doing halves, I would say four and a half. I would agree. Out of five. Out of five. I would say the the half what that word, I'm subtracting. What, what word would you stamp next to four and a half? It's it's Tony the Tiger saying it's great. Okay, yeah, all right, yeah, that's fine. Burke, what about you? It's a solid four. There's a couple problems I have with it, but it's one of the better Disney Plus shows, so. Yeah, okay. I agree with that. I'd give it like a four as well. I say four and a half just because it's too short. And it, like, that's not the show's problem. It's it's a Marvel problem. Yeah, and you're a fucking beta, bro. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm, <laughs> dude, thanks. I, I appreciate you calling you me do. beta. You're welcome. Thanks. You're welcome. You want to you see another beta, though? Here's a clip of the week time. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. Dance. Oh, I forgot about this. <laughs> Yeah, we do this. All right, I forgot about this. I can't Everyone wait to see this. I saw just this thumbnail, and I was like so intrigued. So I'm just going to tell you guys the title of this clip and let your imagination run wild. It's called Arsonist Gets What He's Asking oh, this For. Is, oh, I know this one. I wonder what could happen. Oh, yeah. He's clearly trying to light a match. Oh! <laughs> Oh my god. Dude, his head is smoking. <laughs> it's like some home alone level shit. Yes, yes it was. Right here is where it got real. <laughs> oh my. That's when god. he knew that like he had the fucked up behind him. So, now here's a couple of his problems. One, he definitely didn't have another window open on the other side for the flame to go anywhere. Have you else. not seen Backdraft? <laughs> Oh my god. It's an excellent Ron Howard. <laughs> so uh yeah. 
For those who are just listening, uh, this this guy he's he's trying to set fire to a building. He's trying to get rid of his eyebrows, and he, uh, dude, he definitely burned off his eyebrows, and it basically becomes a flamethrower out the side <laughs> of a window. It sets him on fire. I saw a and then meme. he walks off casually as I his saw, head is smoking. <laughs> I saw a meme this weekend where someone did that thing where they blow the vape smoke through somebody's hair, right? And you know, you ever see that? No. Where it looks like yeah. just like fog coming through like their hair somebody did that and it looked like he still had smoke coming off his head so it starts the video and it says kids head smoking and then it zooms in on his notebook and it says two plus two so uh, i thought it was kind of funny like his brain's on fire because he can't figure out two plus two i guess and this is exactly what it looked like (laughs) so yeah um this guy got fumbled right there like hair that one, yeah, that uh, one. Oh, Jude, did it, his hat? His look, hat's gone. His hat. Dude, that one look at frame. that! Look at that! <laughs> I'm trying to get it see, to where we had see it. where the hat goes. He like does not react for a long time. That is, that's the best one right there. That's like, that's Marv that, from that's Home Alone. Every, <laughs> that's everything you don't want to experience in one frame of a video. You know, just a fucking fireball coming right at your face. <laughs> oh, there's the hat. Look, look at how the long look the at, hat hung in But the also, air. here's the other thing I just noticed. Look at the ground. The debris. The debris, but also, that's the glass, that's glass. from the window oh, <laughs> that blew up all over him, too. So he definitely has shards of glass in his face and body, for sure. Oof. Man, he fucked himself up. I wonder if he ever Gets burned the down. Hat. I wonder if he burned down the buildings successfully. So that's though. not the hat that's on fire on his head. That's his That's head. his hair. Well, it looks this like he's got him. a hood on or something. Oh, my bad. Um, let's see. I wouldn't mind watching this guy get his face blasted. He's got like a shirt or a scarf. Yeah, he's got like a bottle. Everything gets something. blasted off his head. Look, first yeah. it's the hat and then whatever else is underneath. Yeah, let's see the next frame. <laughs> it's all gone. <laughs> That's not very. Well, <laughs> no, you see that thing is hanging on for dear life. See, yeah. No, because there's there. I think there's whatever was covering his head, and his hat is just long fucking. I don't gone. know, because look, that doesn't look. Oh, maybe it is hair. No, I think the head. He's looks, still on fire. Yeah, he's still. Yeah, on that fire. Was he's fire. still on fire. I just realized. <laughs> right here, he's walking oh, around yeah. like, oh fuck, man, that really hurt. God, it's so hot. Let me go get the fire out of here. My hair's on fire. Let me just wipe this fire off. Yeah, but it was a long one. It, this like he tried for a while too, like. If you like, if you like, fast, you put in the work, you know, like he really, he's like, oh my God, I'll dump gasoline all in here and then, you know, blow my own fucking face off and be a good time. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's the show. How'd you enjoy yourself? I had a great time. Yeah. Did yeah, you? Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Here's the thing. <laughs> we'll see. Here's the thing. See if you like the edit. Uh, anyway, you just so cut me out the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you go to yeah. talk, we just cut around you. All right. Uh, thanks everyone for tuning in this week. Uh, once again, you can check us out literally anywhere on the internet at pressanykey.tv. Check out our website pressanykey.tv. Also, um, check out my friend here's uh, music wherever it is. Okay, so like. Are you like plugging Bobby Mahoney stuff or are you your um, stuff or all both. of it? All of it? Plug okay. JC Soon on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever, YouTube, also Bobby Mahoney music, Either, whichever one you like. One's yeah. a little indie pop rock, the other's more like punk rock. We got it all here for you. Yep. 
and check out the stories <laughs> music video. Uh, I'll link it below. Remember, that's the one I said mix in. So you want <laughs> that's the one you want to check. <laughs> that's out. That's the one you want to check out. Song's good too. But uh, so thanks so much, and uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>